BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. That's right, and we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there with an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, it's the way that tire buying should be. So, earlier today in college basketball, we had Duke and Wake Forest playing in a game in which Duke generally wins. In fact, I believe they haven't blown a lead such as this in 30 years. In 30 years it's been. I'm only 35, so that's basically my entire lifetime, VJ. Yeah. And so what ends up happening is, in a shocking turn of events, when you have a moment like this in a college basketball game, or college football for that matter, you know, the liquor it up, or maybe not liquor it up, the fun having 17 to 22-year-olds who peruse college campuses and take classes and so on, the students rush the court or field or diamond or whatever. I don't know what they do this in baseball, but still the point remains, in general, you'll see a guy run out there because you know why? His team just won. He'll never see anything like this again in potentially his life. It's been 30 years. And so what we have now, Kyle Filipowski, Duke forward, was knocked over by a, a, someone storming the court, as you heard Steve DeSager just talk about. And he got helped off the court by the rest of his teammates. John Schreier can't believe it. He's so very upset that Kyle, Filipos- Kyle Filipowski, who honestly sounds like a, uh, a 90s sitcom star, Kyle Filipowski and his dad and his sisters and so on. Yeah, the character's name, right? Not the real guy, but like the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Kelly Kapowski. That, that, that's, they, maybe that's exactly where I'm coming from. Maybe that's why it's ringing Stand in my bell. head. Such yeah, such. Kelly Kapowski. Kelly Kapowski. But anyway, Kyle Filipowski had to be helped off the court 
after the court was stormed in in uh, in uh, wherever Wake Forest is down there in uh, Winston the Southeast. Salem. There you go, North Carolina. I knew uh, for whatever Winston reason I had Salem. Like, is Wake Forest a city in Florida? I'm a radio <laughs> host, guys. Not a, not a you know. I'm not taking AP geography. Yeah, right I was now. a geographer. But uh, this this to me. Honestly, you watch the video, and I will tweet the video out of Fox Sports Radio at Martin Weiss at Big Vanilla Funny. Uh, I got you guess who is who in that trio. But uh, that, uh, to me, looked like Filipowski tried to trip the kid, ah, and then tried to push the kid down, ah. and got hurt along the way. Ah, now I generally don't have a big problem with an athlete exerting some sort of force on somebody who's on the court or on the field or on the diamond or on the ice, whatever, because you entered into their realm. You entered into where they perform. It's like if you go to a play, right, and you really like something that the lead actor said, you can't just run on the court or run onto the stage and be like, yeah, that was great. I really like that. And I've done theater. You cannot do that. You can't do that. If you're a stand-up comic, yeah. you sit there and somebody's over there stay like, man, the, stay that the joke was great. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run up here and tell the comedian how great the joke was. You can't really do that. But sports are different. Yeah. Sports are different. Because sports are primary. They, they are fan-based, right? It is financed, even in college, believe it or not, it is generally financed by the fan. It is generally financed by the person who is doing it and getting it done. It's not like, you know, you got a Netflix special going on right now at Duke and uh, at Wake Forest. But the idea that, that like somehow this is a referendum on court storming, or a referendum on, you know, all the rest of that type of stuff. I'm not really here for it. <laughs> this is college. We see every year in college football, we'll watch, uh, we won't see it anymore, but in years past, you would see, you know, LSU play Alabama, right? And what happens when LSU plays Alabama at the end of the game? Well, in years past, Nick Saban and Les Miles would run out there. You know what they'd be surrounded by? Two of either Alabama or Louisiana's finest. Two people there to protect and serve. Yep. The police. The police, not the, the police. police. The police are there ensuring that these players or these coaches are safe. The popo. Why? Because the coaches are. You know, it's a prime opportunity, I should say, for a coach to get got as you're being surrounded by, you know, hundreds of people running onto the court, losing their minds. I contend, especially if it's a road game. And you're a team like Duke. You should be prepared for this instance to occur. You also probably shouldn't be going and pushing kids as a like. It'd be one thing if Filipowski was ducking and dodging folks, and then somebody ran up and form tackled him like they did my boy who uh, ran out in the middle of the Super Bowl. It was a form tackle, right? My man slid. They still hit him in the shoulders. Right, that is, you know what? It would have been targeting if it was college football, but it wasn't. It was the Super Bowl, and the guy had no business being on the court. By the time the game's over, if you are one of these premier programs, you should have a feeling. I've stormed the court before. You can tell when it's about to happen. You can feel the mass of humanity coming down towards the edges. The idea that you're going to ask those people who have the secu- those yellow jackets on to be able to withstand the urge and the sw- the swarm of, uh, of of even 150 to 200 people at one time that's fool's logic and is going to end up with way more people hurt than Kyle Filipowski especially for 15 especially for $15 an hour 
You've it, <laughs> my, fifteen again. bucks an hour and a free hot dog and a soda when you're done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's, it's not like they're over here. It, it, it reminds me of the time where, as a quick aside, I went through TSA in the Detroit airport, and I realized that the guy who was checking my bag is the same guy I used to play basketball with all the time at the at the Central Campus Recreation Building in Michigan. All right. And I was like, wait a minute, this guy is TSA? <laughs> then you realize that the preeminent uh, requirement to be a TSA agent is to live near the airport. Pretty much. <laughs> right? then, Pretty now, much. now, there's other things that come into it, yeah. right? But it's primarily you live near the airport and you can get to work in and out pretty easily, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, oh, go figure. But if you are Duke, if you're Michigan football, if you're Alabama football, if you're North Carolina basketball, or any one of these teams – that you know you're always getting the best, you're always getting the solution, maybe you should have some security there for your guys particularly. Maybe you should have the ability to go and get a guy like Kyle Filipowski as a clock hits triple zeros because you see everybody else is running onto the field. Get you some dudes in suits that talk into their wrists and be like, all right, I got 30. There we go. There we go. Boom. It's over with. It's over with. And just have them be big and strong. You know what them college kids is not looking for? They're not looking for a fight. At all. They're not looking for trouble. At all. They're not looking to to to, to cause inter, you know, inter ACC issues as, as Filipowski is, is injured now. At all. That's not what they're looking for. They're just looking to storm the court and be drunk idiots. Yeah. Protect your assets. Protect your investments. Protect your players. Now I'm with you on that, man. What's up, Martin? What's up, player? You 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 dove right into this one. You like this one, huh? Well, you know, I did. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because now here, here's the thing. Now everybody that knows me knows I'm this. I'm the biggest Carolina guy that that's out there on radio. Okay, and I don't even want this to sound like a Carolina Duke thing. But I'm glad my illustrious co-host here beat me to the punch. Because when it first happened, I said, okay, now this this looks bad. Phil, Kyle Filipowski, I don't want to see him hurt. Duke's got Carolina coming up. I don't want no excuses for the Dukies. I don't want no excuses for none of my cousins and my old high school friends that live in dorm right now. My niece, Scootball, that lives in dorm right now. I don't want to hear no excuses come next week. So I don't want them hurt. And I don't want to see players get hurt, and I don't want to see kids get hurt. But then they show you the overhead view from the arena camera of where Kyle Kyle literally sticks his leg out. You see this kid coming. This this reeks of like bratty entitlement. Let me let me kind of walk slow. Let me get my lick in. Let me get my lick in. We lost poor sportsmanship by their part. Now I'm with also my partner, too, of this whole idea now that, oh, God, it's got to go away. We got to change this. They've been storming the court since the 70s in college basketball. No one had a problem with it then. I grew up watching it in the 80s. I grew up watching it in the 90s and in the 2000s and so on and so forth. I understand where Duke may be coming from that this always happens to us. But, no, it's not just you. This always happens to Carolina. This always happens to probably Kansas. This always happens to UConn when 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 uh, they're winning national championships and they're top ranked teams. And did you just watch Creighton beat them the other night? What happened when Creighton knocked off the number one UConn Huskies the other night? All the kids stormed the court. You want to know why? They ain't never beat a number one team before. We may not get this opportunity again. We're taking advantage of it. It's part of the game. It's part of the lore. It's part of what happens. Now, a few things. Head coach, 
Shire, and I like you. I do. I I take the Duke Carolina out of it when I look at John Shire. I like John Shire as a as a head coach of college basketball. I like him as the Duke coach, even though I would have loved Chris Carrawell to get the job. I understand why Shire got it. I think Shire's going to do a good job. They're twenty one plus team win team again. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not probably going to be Coach K good, but they're not going to fall off into the abyss of middle to bad college basketball programs. But Shire, this is on you. You're down four, and I've seen coaches do this before. Coach K is the first guy I saw did it, but he did it kind of on some some arrogant junk, did it kind of on a a, a pouty-type tip, but he had told the referees when the game was coming down to the stretch, could before they inbound the ball on the last time they're going to inbound it, if you're inbounding to the home team, let me pull my guys close to the sideline so we can get them out of here and get them off the court because you can tell the kids were about to rush the court. John Shire, take a note from your mentor who pretty much set up and handed you the job at Duke. You're down four, 1.5. There's no four-point play that you're going to get. You don't have the ball. You should have told your guys, hey, 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 over here. Over here, you can't walk off the court, come stand on the side, let them inbound it, they're going to dribble it out, throw it up in the air, everybody run off, and we make a beeline off the court. There was way too much lollygagging by Duke's players on the court. This looked a lot like what happened with Caitlin Clark. Even though she's slow jogging off, you see that student coming. You're a college athlete. You're bigger, you're stronger, you're more athletic, you can take more of a bump, okay? Get out of the way. That's a helpless college kid that probably don't even use their free gym membership on campus. They're filled with hot pockets, juice boxes, and and personal size bag or Doritos. They're not they're not eating good, okay? You're eating a lot better. You're in a lot better shape. Just get out the way. You bumping into a a, a, a kid, you think you're going to hurt them? Well, Filipowski, now you're the one that's hurt. I don't I didn't hear how bad uh it is. I and I'm hoping it's not Steve, bad. I hope that? it's just a Steve's got I, it. I heard it's a sprained ankle. But I'm not sure what the damage, you know, is on that. But this idea that someone's going to get hurt, someone's going to get hurt. I didn't see you guys saying that when when LeGarrette Blunt punched the hell out of that Oregon player for taunting in his face, right? Players cross each other on these courts and these fields also, too. There's a lot of taunting, and I saw Shire on his soapbox now. Why do we still have this? You know it's part of the game, man. How about this? Going to Wake Forest and win the damn game. You ain't got to worry about it. Carolina winning the UVA took care of business. You don't think if they knock off Carolina today, they don't storm the court in Charlottesville? I guarantee you they do because they always do it every time they beat Carolina. So I'm with you on that, Martin. But this this whole idea that it just needs to go away all of a sudden, there were a lot of mistakes made. Last point, it's not the visiting school's responsibility to take care of of your players. Security and all that, I don't know the detail. I don't know the breakdown. I don't know what the rules and regulations are. But you, as a head coach, have the number one responsibility on road trips to make sure every personnel gets in safe and every personnel is accounted for while they're there and every personnel it gets home safe when you leave said university that you're visiting. A lot of misses on this one. But miss me with the, let's take it away, this is so bad for the game. Get out of here, man. Y'all always want something to go away when it doesn't go right. That's crazy. If that's the case, we're going to be changing every damn day in today's world. Anything on Kyle is, 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 is a series or just a sprained ankle? It looked like, here's the thing with a sprained ankle. It looked like the guy clipped his leg. 
So I was trying to see, well, if you sprain an ankle, don't you got to roll it? Or don't you just look like the guy kind of clipped his leg. He's walking. He sticks his leg out in front of the kid. So don't stick your leg out. Don't be a jerk, Filipowski. Like, real talk. Don't, don't, don't be a jerk. You did a little jerk move. Play stupid games. Win stupid prizes. This and it's it's a middle of the I guess it's the weekend game in the, in the ACC. So mm-hmm. I mean it's not it's not like it's this is the life or death. It's not the tournament. It's not and it's not like he broke his leg or anything. But also it's also not like he was a, a innocent bystander in this moment. Now if he if he got trampled from the back or something trying to get off the court, different no. story. Yeah, di- oh, that's completely a different, different, story different story entirely. But it's that's just not what happened, right? So I, I feel you. If I was a member of the Duke basketball team right now, I'd be screaming from the heavens, we got to take this out of the game. What are we doing? Come on. You know what I mean? Filipowski's an All-American. I mean, but I'm not. I'm not, and that's just not what happened. So, for me, again, like, it's just kind of – it is the cost of doing business. And if you are Duke basketball, which – I mean, probably has more generated funds than a lot of football programs. Mm-hmm. You could probably afford for some guys to go in there and get your guys out of there. What you need, seven maybe guys to travel with you on the, on, on the thing so you can get the five guys on the court away from the masses. And I get it, you know, fans aren't supposed to be there, but they are. The coach can do it too, though, Martin. That's the thing. The coach can do it too. You know, You know when the game's over. You know when the game's over. So if you got a shot, you got the ball last, I get it. Last second shot, that's hard to do. They're inbounding. You're down four. They went down and hit the clutch free throws. This game's over. There's no four-point play you get with 1.5 seconds left. Simple as that. Bring your guys over. Coming I, up. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I've just seen it done that way. So Coming up next, uh, the game might be over for this coach, unfortunately. We'll do have that. And Tyler Dragon at the bottom of the hour, uh, USA Today NFL Insider. Did you know? Discover wants everyone to feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you are never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. Perfect. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios, if you want to join the conversation you can hit us up on Twitter or X, I'm at Martin Weiss, VJ at Big Manila Funny, and of course you can get us at Fox Sports Radio, we will get to your tweets throughout the show uh, this tweet just came down a while ago, but it seems as if multiple Super Bowl champion Eric Bieniemy. Most recently of the Washington Commanders, but made famous for the Kansas City Chiefs, is now going to be an assistant coach, assistant head coach, offensive analyst for UCLA under their new head coach and their new head coaching staff. And uh, I guess my initial takeaway is this is why you don't listen to everybody. Everybody was saying, no, EB. Go to Washington and turn that around, and that's how you get a head coaching job. The reality of the situation is with head coaches in the NFL, it is the least efficient market that you will ever see. If 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 Amazon and Walmart and you know, I'll try to think of another big box store, Whole Foods, there you go, it's one across the street. If they had the Target. turnover, Target, if they had the turnover that NFL head coaching hires do, they would be investigated by Congress. Like, the idea that anywhere from 30 to 35% of head coaches in the NFL are going to be replaced year in, year out. And that's, you know, that stat remains true even years past when you had guys like Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, who were locked into their positions. Sean Payton was locked into the Saints head coach. He wasn't going nowhere until he retired. Right, John Harbaugh still locked in. Tomlin still locked in. They're going to be replaced. There's no rhyme or reason as to what makes you a good head coach. If they were, they'd be better at hiring them if that was the case. Right? There's certain things you can outline. There's certain things you can say. Certain things that you know what can make a bad head coach. But the idea that Eric Bieniemy would leave the most successful team in the AFC over the last half decade, and and somehow. Get a head coaching job by taking what, by all amounts, as the same position, but a demotion nonetheless, because now you're trying to turn something around in Washington, and that's going to result in a head coaching job? 
was foolish from day one and just nonsensical from day two. Yeah, I like this move for UCLA, and I like it for Eric Bieni. I'm glad he's got another job somewhere and a chance to um, show uh, his offensive coordinating prowess of being able to put together uh, schematically good offenses that can move the ball and put points on the board. I think him and head coach Deshaun Foster, former running back from UCLA, they're going to do some really good things together. Plus, it's out here in L.A., so I, I get the chance to see it up close and personal. I got a text message. Before this got signed, I got a text message, and I'll put his name out here. And I don't like the word source, but one of my UCLA connects, uh, my homeboy Tyler, texted me early this morning and told me to watch out for this. And he said, he just asked me if I heard anything about it. He goes, but I think this is something that's here, that's moving and something that I hear. And four or five hours later, so Tyler, if you're listening, brother, nice call, man. Appreciate the uh Heads up on the text message. But I, I like this for enemy. The whole Kansas City thing, I, I have no idea where to go with that because it, it felt like the narrative was they want him to get an opportunity somewhere else. They they like Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, like they all spoke out about they want he deserves to be a heckle. He deserves an opportunity. It's it wasn't gonna be there. Andy Reid made it very uh very clear during the Super Bowl radio road week this week that he wasn't, you know, the time isn't now. As far as retirement go, this ain't the year. So he would still be there, yet still winning. But, um, you know, some guys want to move on and, and want to get from underneath uh, the cover, per se. And then next thing you know, when you pull the cover back, you realize it was a lot warmer under there than you thought it was going to be outside the protection of the cover. So, But I'm, I'm happy for this. I, I don't have much on this one, man. I, I'm happy for him, though. I think him and Foster do well. And I'm going to watch it up close and personal, basically, since we're, you know, we're out here in Los Angeles. But... Um, the Washington thing, too, you also talk about new ownership. So they're going to want their guy. They're going to want to start fresh, which they did. They want to start fresh and got rid of the entire staff and everybody that was under uh, the former head coach there who is now going to be a defensive coordinator somewhere else. So uh, coach, coach and carousel, man, but you're right. There's, there's at least seven jobs. It's going to be open every year. Every single year, seven jobs going to be up. And who knows? Maybe this is a year or two thing for him, and he gets more interviews or finally gets a head coaching job back in the NFL. But I like this move. I'm happy for him. Good move for UCLA and head coach Deshaun Foster. Yeah, it's over for Eric Bieniemy as far as a head coach in the NFL. And uh, the only chance that he had, in my opinion, was to stay in Kansas City. Unless, just wait out Andy Reid? Well, it's not just wait out Andy Reid, but still, again, year in, year out, there's 30% of these coaches that are – but you have to have a job. Like the idea, if you, it's not even waiting on Andy Reid. It's staying employed and staying relevant in the coaching searches, right? Like we've seen so many coaches go from college to pro and to pro from pro to college in this stretch. But the idea that the enemy was, I mean, unceremoniously dumped, right? Because he was never going to get the head coaching job at Washington. Because what are they going to do? Fire a guy and promote from within? That's this is not the NBA. Right where you see Jock Vaughn get fired and then Kevin Ollie promoted from within, or uh, Boston the, Celtics. The uh, but I mean M- again, Missoula, yeah. But Missoula, but Ime uh, Udoka. If, if the Celtics had their choice, they wouldn't have fired him, right? They, had, but they they did though. They right, but they but they. He, I put it like this: on the field is not. I mean, on the court is not what got uh, uh, Ime Udoka fired. Yeah. If it, if he had stayed, if he hadn't done nothing off the court, he'd still be the, the Celtics head coach for all intents and purposes. Right, so like it's going to take something along the lines of Ime Udoka doing whatever he did in Boston to go ahead and get that new coaching job in the same place. Right? Maybe you have a Gerard Mayo situation, but again, that was written into his contract. Right? 
the idea, but the idea that you got, if Eric Bieniemy couldn't, the only way he was going to get any more head coaching looks is if he went to a team and that team then went to the Super Bowl and then maybe, and then maybe, because it don't it don't qualify for nobody else on the staff for Kansas City. Spagnola already had his head coaching shot and he was a disaster. All right, sure Matt Nagy had his head coach. He was a disaster. Mm-hmm. The, the freaking quarterback coach uh, uh, is not about to be the offensive coordinator for the Giants. He played at Northwestern. Kafka. He, you know, said we'll see what happens yeah, there. Yeah. Right, but, but like everybody around the enemy was getting these jobs except for him. But either way, best of luck to him at UCLA. But I think this is the official final nail in the coffin as far as Eric Bieniemy as the NFL head coach. But what is not a nail in the coffin is Steve DeSager. He is a breath of fresh air every time he hits the air. Let's get Steve. What you got? Let's start with that story. He's not an analyst. It's the offense is his at UCLA. He'll be offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy for the new head coach Deshaun Foster. Bieniemy, former assistant with Kansas City and Washington in the NFL, played high school football in LA and was UCLA's running backs coach about 20 years ago. Former Seahawks defensive back Richard Sherman was arrested for DUI in Washington two years ago. He pleaded guilty to first degree negligent driving. The NFL salary cap is set at about 255 million dollars per team for next season that's up from 225 mil last year a decade ago the cap was under 150 million dollars when we brought this up on last night's show they had mentioned that for the coming season total player costs will be about 330 million dollars per team it might make you think how how do you make money in this league you have expenditures of that well the green bay packers are owned by shareholders they're publicly owned so we find out their books even if we don't get anybody else's so the packers for example still reported a pure profit of almost 70 million dollars that is revenues of 610 minus the 540 mil in operating expenses it's hard not to make money with an NFL franchise. NHL Rangers won their 10th game in a row, 2-1 at Philadelphia. Detroit 6-1 over St. Louis, and currently Colorado in the second leads Toronto 2-1. NBA just three games tonight underway. It is the Pistons late first quarter leading 25-24 over the Magic. Pistons with a record of 8-47. Tipping off in a couple minutes, Boston winners of seven straight playing at New York, and in a half an hour, it's Minnesota hosting Brooklyn. Minnesota lost at home last night to Milwaukee. Trey Young of the Hawks is out tomorrow with a finger injury. C.J. McCollum of New Orleans is out tomorrow with a sprained ankle. Brandon Ingram questionable due to his illness. There is college basketball right now on Fox TV. And in fact, with about eight minutes to go in the first half at number one, UConn, Connecticut 14-10 over Villanova. Number two rank Houston won in overtime at 11th rank Baylor 82-76. Baylor 8-6 in conference. Wins in the top 10 for Arizona and Iowa State wins for Kansas and North Carolina as well. 10th ranked Tar Heels won 54-44 at Virginia. Virginia scored just 16 points in the first half. Number 5 Tennessee leads with about 8 minutes left first half. 22-17 over Texas A&M. Arizona State with a 19-18 lead on number 21 Washington State which for now is the first place team in the Pac-12 conference. Wazoo just won at Arizona. Wake Forest beat number 8 Duke 83-79. Duke star Kyle Kyle Filipowski injured his knee in a collision with one of the fans rushing the court at the end. Kentucky won its top 20 matchup against Alabama, 117-95. to Also, it was UCF over Texas Tech and Kansas State beat BYU. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get this gangster party started. 
That's right. It's time for Tyler Dragon, NFL insider from USA Today, to join the show. He's on Twitter or X at the Tyler Dragon, not a Tyler Dragon, the Tyler Dragon. Tyler, got some news from one of your uh, one of the teams that you hold near and dear, Eric Bieniemy, going to UCLA. What's your thoughts? Oh yes, I-, I love the hire for UCLA football and Deshaun Foster. Now, don't get me wrong. I would have liked Eric Bieniemy to get a head coaching opportunity in the NFL or maybe go back to the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. But as a former UCLA student athlete, Westwood is near and dear to my heart. I know the area well. I think it's a fantastic hire by UCLA's uh, football program and Deshaun Foster, UCLA's new football coach. So he should do well with UCLA. Are you ready to close the door on Eric Bieniemy ever being a head coach in the NFL after this? Uh, I'm not going to say never. He still is going to have an opportunity, especially if UCLA uh, performs well um, in, in the Big Ten now. I do believe that he's going to uh, go in there in Westwood and implement an offensive system that's going to make UCLA competitive. And UCLA really has not had a really good standout football program in a while. No offense to Chip Kelly, but I mean, they were kind of middle of the road in the uh, Pac-12, the artist formerly known as Pac-12, so <laughs> I want to see how they uh, do with uh, Eric Kenny, but he is a fantastic hire, in my opinion. My man, Tyler Dragon, VJ Vernon Husky, how you doing, brother? How's the little one and the missus doing, man? They're keeping me up at night, but they're both doing good. <laughs> awesome. Glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it, man. So let's jump back to the NFL, man. Let's go down to South Florida. I haven't talked to you a while about my beloved Miami Dolphins. Uh, two predictions that I made going into the offseason will happen. They are going to cut Xavier Howard and save some of that money there. And then also Emmanuel Ogba, who had a great 12-and-a-half sack season, got a big deal and then was never heard of from then and there. Uh, I think this is also opening up for the Tua deal. I was telling somebody that, no, I don't – 50, 60 million. No, I'm not that guy. I'm not that fan. But I think they can come to the table and say, look, let's do something fair so we can get some other pieces in here and elevate this team. I like maybe about 40 to 41 million. And that's the average, I guess, going for. That's a deal going for what quarterbacks are signing for today. Anything you're hearing, man, about what's going to happen there? And then also with Christian Wilkins, they've also made a comment that he's staying, whether franchise or getting a long term deal. I guess these two cuts are going to help that out. But that two a deal, man, where do you think that thing stands with Miami? Where would you put him at? So, yeah, I was hoping you mentioned Christian Wilkins because that those two cuts were also a reflection of what they think of Christian Wilkins, and they're trying to get him extended yeah. for multiple years to come. If not, then they're definitely going to place him under the franchise tag. They want to keep him in South Florida. As far as two of the Dolphins have said all along that they believe that he is their franchise quarterback and they want to sign him to a long-term deal. Now, the question is, what type of money is he going to get? Is he going to be in the same neighborhood as a Joe Burrow, the same neighborhood as a Justin Herbert? Probably not, but that he has an argument and he can make a case that he deserves just as much as those quarterbacks because he's led the Dolphins, helped them get into the playoffs, and he's had a prolific passing offense when he's been able to stay healthy and on the field. So that's the biggest question in Miami right now is how big of a contract are they going to give to us? Now, I believe it's probably going to be around that $40 million a year range. I do not yeah. believe it's going to reach the level of a Justin Herbert or a Joe Burrow, but – 
forty million. That that's not not bad. Yeah, <laughs> like do it, Yeah. Uh, Tyler, we had A.J. Brown call into WIP in Philly, the radio station, and say, no, 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 everything's fine, everything's fine, which uh, feels like everything's not fine. You saw Big Dom apparently was breaking up arguments between Sirianni and everybody else on the sidelines. A.J. Brown calling into Philly Sport Drive Time Radio just to you know massage all the people's concerns, which I think probably adds more fuel to the fire. Right. Uh, where are you at with the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles and the week that they've had? The Eagles, before the season starts, they need to have a team meeting and kind of go over what happened uh, last season and discuss what they can do to get better so that doesn't happen again because they fell off the cliff during the end of the season and it showed its rear's ugly head in the playoffs. Now, when I look at A.J. Brown, him and Jalen Hurst are still really good friends. I think cooler heads are going to prevail with him and the rest of the team, but that coaching staff and the players on that team really need to get together and figure out how and what happened last season. Because it, they had the biggest drop-off in the NFL. Most of us had the Eagles in the conference championship game, maybe in late December, late, uh, or I mean early December, late um, November. Yep. And they just completely, completely melted down. And that, to me, it's not only just coaches, it's the players on that field and A.J. Brown as well. Tyler Dragon, our good guy, man, our NFL insider from USA Today, one of my favorite newspapers as a kid growing up because it was in color, and I hated black and white newspapers as a kid growing up. <laughs> Let's go to a guy that got a lot of pub this week, man. I, I'm a huge fan of him. I think you like him as well, too. Justin Fields. I think he's out of Chicago. I think everybody can realize that. I still stand on the soapbox of they need to just put pieces around this kid and see what you got instead of resetting it with Caleb, as great as Caleb is, is, is touted to be. Philly and Pittsburgh are the teams that everybody – sorry, I mean, not Philly – Atlanta and Pittsburgh are the two teams everybody's throwing out there. But I got one, and I want to know your opinion on it. I like the Minnesota Vikings if they're going to trade for them. This would be another another in-rival quarterback that the Vikings would get and would have a little chip on his shoulder. So when they go back to their old team, he can get a little revenge factor back. But I think Kirk Cousins might be on his way out of there. You got Justin Jefferson. Flores has that defense, the top blitzing, and one of the top defenses in the league. And you got some receivers as weapons with Osborne and Hawkinson at the tight end position. Uh, sell, sell me if I'm right or wrong, man, with a possibility that Minnesota should kind of dive into this a little bit and see what the, it would cost for them to get a Justin Fields. I hate to break it to you, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm hearing that there are uh, three teams interested in Justin Fields, and the Vikings aren't one, one, one of, them. of them. Okay, now, who's the three you're hearing? You you are right on the Falcons. Uh, you are definitely right on the Steelers, and the uh, there's another mystery team, but it's not the Minnesota Vikings. Hey, hold hold now, on, there's a mystery team, but you're telling me it might not. I hope it's my Vikings, so I can bring that back to you, Tyler. <laughs> Because USA Today is my main job, I can't give you the third team, but I can tell you <laughs> that I will have a story coming out you at, at usatoday.com on Monday telling you the third team. Okay. Now, I will say this. I do believe that Justin Fields is going to be out of Chicago, and the Bears are looking at Caleb Williams to be their next quarterback. The question is, when they're going to trade Justin Fields and what they're going to get for him. Now, when it comes to the Minnesota Vikings, 
Kirk Cousins is probably going to stay in Minnesota. When you look at Justin Jefferson, he wants him to be in Minnesota. And I do think they're going to get something done with both of those players because they do not want to anger Justin Jefferson, the best player on their team, when they when they have a player of his caliber. So I do believe it's going to be Kirk Cousins sticking around in Minnesota along with Justin Jefferson. Well, I know this. I never want to anger you, Tyler Dragon, because you you come in on our show and do stuff like, you know what? <laughs> Check Monday's USA Today because Tyler Dragon's got the mystery box team that's interested in Justin Fields. Everywhere else, you get the standard fare. But with Tyler Dragon and <laughs> USA Today, you get that mystery, that special, the, the white uh, the white airhead. You know what I'm talking about. That's just Tyler Dragon uh, at Twitter, on Twitter, at the Tyler Dragon. Not a Tyler Dragon, the Tyler Dragon. Thanks for joining us, my friend. Have a good one. You too, buddy. Uh, Coming up next, spring training's upon us, but not all baseball players seem to be too happy about that. VJ's got a strong opinion on this with Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios on a Fox Sports Saturday. And as we as we sit and we were watching the Angels and the Dodgers play, spring training is upon us. But uh VJ, this you've noticed this is uh pissing people off, to say the least. Which is funny to me because I'm trying to figure out what the big deal like really is. I've seen the pants and the major league uniforms. There's a big thing about the uniforms and their their cheap material and the stitching looks different or what have you and all. But the funniest part to me is I honestly think the see-through pants was done on purpose. 
Somebody's playing a cruel, sexy joke on these major league players because they are see-through. I looked online and looked at the team pictures. When they take the picture in the white uniform, it's like, oh, wow. You can see you can see the pockets. When you can see the inside of the pockets, that's real see-through. I think this Martin was a cruel joke by somebody. Maybe they're trying to bring some sexiness to Major League Baseball. Maybe they're trying to get a way to get some eyes uh, from a different demographic on the play, on the, on the game. Kind of like the same, the same people that share all the pictures of guys in gray sweatpants. Yeah, hey, 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 they pay t- They buy tickets too. They buy tickets too, man. Maybe this is something that they're trying to do to bring some sexiness to baseball. Because I, I got female friends. I have female relatives. They, they think that. Like Bryce Harper, right? Bryce Harper. I've heard plenty of women talk about how good looking Bryce Harper is. When you when uh, uh, Puig, when Yasiel Puig was here for the Dodgers, I heard a lot of my Mexicana señorita friends talk about Yasiel Puig and how sexy and good looking he is. And then, so there's a demographic for that. I think somebody said, "All right, this is what we going to do. We going to give him some. We going to give him a show. <laughs> we going to get a fancy show." And if I'm the players, I'm like, hey, look, "All you guys are in shape. There's not a lot of out of shape baseball players. Most baseball players are in shape. Me being me, Martin, once I realized my pants were kind of see-through, I'd have been like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm feeling this. I'm getting me some extra numbers this year. I'm feeling this. Okay, bring it on. I've been working on these quads all off season. Come look at these. Come come on. Look, come look at these hoochie daddy legs, baby. Let's go. I thought it was hilarious. I was trying to figure out what the what like the hoopla was about. I didn't even know pro athletes really even cared that much about like uniform material. I, I've never heard that before of, of fans. The only thing I thought was ever stupid, remember the NBA jerseys with the sleeves? Sure. That was a horrible idea. The V-neck. That was a horrible idea. When a LeBron that like ripped his off mm-hmm. in the middle of one game, yeah, that was a bad idea. You know why they did that in uh, Conspiracy Theory, Martin? Go ahead and put the tinfoil hat on, folks. Go ahead. Because, okay, so in football, jerseys... <laughs> in football, jerseys cover, you know, a jersey covers, it's like a t-shirt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in baseball, you have the jersey, which is a shirt that is supposed to mimic the t-shirt, right? Yep. And I know a big complaint with the baseball stuff now is like... You're like basically- a button, a short sleeve button down. Well, no, no, no. Literally a t-shirt that'll have the, the Major League logo and the number and the name on the back, right? Mm-hmm. A t-shirt jersey. Basketball, if you just want to buy a jersey, you know... Some people out there may be a little self-conscious because now it's a ticket to the gun show, right? Yeah. Right and left are on display. Now, maybe you didn't do enough push-ups this summer or this winter, rather. And now when you got your basketball jersey on, you can't really, you know, really, really fit. You got a little, you got a little you side man boob showing. I, I, I get where you're you going. Yeah, I get where you're going. Yeah. But if you have a basketball t-shirt. You can wear that no matter what size you are. You can wear that no matter where you go. Well, you can also just put a short sleeve Hanes t-shirt on under your NBA jersey that you're wearing yeah, and but still show off what little but the, lower guns you may be working NBA on. The NBA is not selling Hanes undershirts. Yeah. The NBA was trying to get off on those Cleveland LeBron Kyrie joints. Yeah. That's what was happening. <laughs> trying to sell those swingman jerseys. That pass really See is it? good for a uh, for, the, for the authentic joints. I'd much rather play 99-99. Than two fifty ninety nine uh, for a jersey, but yeah, Mary, how excited are you for see through baseball pants? Um, I don't really watch baseball, so yeah. Is yeah. this going to be something that gets you to tune in? I mean, I. Yep. Yep. No, yeah. Yep. It will. It will. Yeah. It will. Because you started with well. Um. Yeah. Because then in your mind, the minute you started to try to answer the the picture, because pop, the picture no, popped in your here, head. Here for me personally, I know I'm probably gonna watch baseball like here at work, but like on my free time now. 
Okay. Yeah, that's cool. But when you're watching the game, will your eyes go in, in certain areas? That, let, you know, just, uh, let, you know. let Trey Young have one of them on. Uh-huh. He's married. We'll I respect goes. marriage. We'll Boy. tap into the NBA talk coming up next. Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. That's right. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there with an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way that tire buying should be. Well, VJ, we have seen Grant Williams now Ah. get traded Ah. by the Mavericks to the Charlotte Hornets in part because apparently he was hard to get along with in the Mavericks locker room. Uh, his report, uh, this uh, sign and trade deal this off season was reportedly because his personality rubs some in the organization the wrong way. Well, it seems as if his personality has rubbed somebody else in the NBA the wrong way. And that's one Draymond Green hmm. who had, I mean, basically called him everything but a child of God, uh, last night after Lester Quinones attempted to lay the ball up in a game that was decided Steve Kerr, Steve Clifford, How about that? Both names Steve. Uh, Steve Kerr and Steve Clifford were shaking hands as clock was expiring just for this to occur. And you saw a clip of Steve Clifford going, what the F are you doing? As the the NBA between the, the Hornets and the Warriors got a little bit chippy, primarily between Grant Williams and it seems like everybody else. Yeah, it feels like now I had to make a joke of this because this is just this is funny to me because we all know. No one in the NBA really wants to fight because if you want to fight, you could sock somebody. Like if you want to get some, if you want to get a punch off before anybody gets there, before any coach grabs you, any referee, any teammate, or anybody comes to their defense, you can get a yam off. You do not have to wait for everybody to get around like the guy in the lunchroom that gets loud once all the teachers and the kids show up. Now he's loud. Now he's ready to fight, but he wasn't saying nothing when he was in his face punking him. This just feels like to me, Martin. After the All-Star game and after the reaction that I think these players, a lot of them who claim that I don't pay attention to that and I don't watch that. I don't want I'm not on social media. Yes, most the hell of y'all are. And if you're not, your girlfriends, your wives, your brothers, your friends who are tweeting you need to get out of there or go to a different team and all this other stuff, they hear it, man. And they thought their plan to try to sabotage the All-Star game worked. It backfired because even the most loving NBA journalists, the most easygoing guys, man, I saw tearing them down on Monday. And the word that they keep using is soft. These guys are soft. And I think they get back on the court Thursday, and now it's like, okay, we've been hearing this for four days now. And now now, now let's show we're not soft. And there's just fracas after fracas after fracas last night. I'm like, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's, what, what's, what's going on? Like, you guys, now everybody want to foul hard. Now y'all want to fight Jimmy Butler. Like, what are you, what are you doing? You're your team's most important player, in my opinion. I don't think they're a championship team with you, with you. Excuse me, but you are, you are their most important. Like, what are you doing? But it's, it feels like, Mark, these guys got to show that they're tough. They've been hearing that they soft. They act like they don't care. But I think you've been hearing this for a good four days in a row, and it kind of just started to spill over. There were like three or four different incidents last night where I'm looking like, come on, guys, that, that's that's really nothing. And like you said, the head coach is shaking hands. with. They're talking to Steve Kerr, and he does. He looks back. You can read his lips. It wasn't hard to tell what he said. But he is looking at Grant Williams like, dude. 
But Grant Williams, I've been saying since day one, I've never seen an NBA player so mad all the damn time. Like, you're mad all the time. And, yes, that will rub people wrong because he has kind of like this bully bratty personality, I feel like. He reminds me of a kid named Gary Lawhorn that I grew up with. He reminds me of that guy, and that guy was kind of a bully bratty, and he just rubbed everybody wrong, and nobody liked him. And no matter what class he went to, he got kicked out because he just couldn't deal. No one wanted to deal. No teacher wanted to deal with him. So I looked at this like, okay, I see what this is. They've been hearing that soft word all week. So now let's show that we're not soft. We're going to we're gonna act like we want to fight. We're going to show some competitiveness. Where's that been? Where's that at the All-Star game? You could have put that to the All-Star game and made that better. Now y'all want to fight on a Friday night. And none of y'all are going to fight. That's the problem. I mean, I think you're also in a position where the games matter more at this point. This is after the all. Like, yeah, it this picks is up. Fi- this is the final stretch. Yeah, uh, what last to, twenty or so games, right? Uh, some along along those lines. But this is where it all picks up in terms of are are we going to make a are we going to make noise or not? Are we going to be a successful team or not? And obviously, got some teams like the Pistons, the Hornets, for example. They're not right. We're, that was well written uh, two weeks into the season. Just right? got to get to my twelve. What are they at now? Eight. Wow. Yeah. Just got to get to my 12. 12 was the bet. 12 was the call. Uh, good luck. Let's as they, fight. As, as they walk in down 10 <laughs> uh, to the Magic right now. Let's go, Detroit. At home and had three turnovers in the last in the, in the, in the end of the first half, which cost me my first half bet on the Pistons as they trail 65 to 55 to the Orlando Magic. But I think it's more along the lines of that. You had guys who are arrested. They didn't play, obviously, throughout the entire All-Star break. And whether or not people were calling them soft or not, like I don't think that nobody changed their minds on Saturday morning after. But, uh, yeah, in, in particular to this one, uh, to this altercation, I find that it's kind of uh, – it's it seems to be that perhaps I was uh, uh, overzealous in – what is it? championing Grant Williams for going head up with Jimmy Butler, right? Yeah. Because the whole thing was like, well, nobody else was doing it. Nobody else on Boston was doing it as as Jimmy Butler was just walking the uh, Boston Celtics down in the Eastern Conference Finals. So I had no problem with that. But, again, that was a game that was in contention. That was a game that – that was a series that was in contention, obviously. What, the Jimmy Butler incident, right? Yes. Oh, that it needed – honestly, that needed to happen, Martin. It, That's what I'm saying. It, yeah, it, it needed seems, to happen. It seems as if it is – I mean – you know, <laughs> there's a lot of things that may need to happen, but sometimes it's the wrong guy doing it. Okay. And then, or, you know, it's a lot of things that need to happen. And maybe it's not, if it's not the wrong guy doing it, it's somebody doesn't and takes it too far. But if you, if the reports out of, out of Dallas are weak, you couldn't get along in the locker room because it's a tough personality. And then you see something like this, you're very quickly starting to develop a reputation, Grant Williams. And it's not necessarily because and it starts with the Jimmy thing. But now it sort of spills out. And you hear, I mean, Draymond obviously put a quarter in. And you can hear him talk about whatever he wants to talk about. Just download the Draymond <laughs> Green show on whoever, whatever platform on America. New media, hashtag, doing the same thing old media was doing. But anyway, you, you, you end up with a guy like Draymond who's sitting there talking about this fake tough guy stuff needs to stop. Like, you end up, <laughs> you end up in a scenario where if you're not – if you're perpetuating something, then you're going to have to continue to do it, right? You're going to have to continue to move in that way, yep. and it just doesn't look like it's something that's working out for Grant Williams, at least since last year's Eastern Conference Finals. I just don't remember him being like this at Tennessee, though. That's the thing. It's almost like you get to the league, and 
you feel like this is how you have to play. Well, you got drafted, buddy, by the way you were playing and the way you were conducting yourself at Tennessee. So why not just continue? Why not continue to just be that same guy? Now, one thing I will say, he's either a bad mother or the rest of these dudes is just soft because I am really surprised nobody is no one's punched him in his face yet. I'm serious. I'm surprised no one has at least pushed him hard enough, mushed him. You know, when people get between, you can still reach over and, and mush somebody. I'm I'm really I am surprised that nobody's done that to this guy yet because he just continues to kind of do this. Or is he just looked at as oh man, man we're not even giving this dude no energy, this clown. We're not even giving like dude, you you suck. If you didn't play like this, you wouldn't even be in the league. And he looks like Martin. He could be one of those guys that's that's on that's gonna talk himself out of the league. That's what I'm saying. Within that's at least like two to three seasons, dude. This guy by 2026, he might not. He might be in China. Because what is <laughs> real talk? What does he do? Like what? Supposed it, to be a three and D guy. To, to the point that the Mavs, who's starting to look like they're gelling now, looked and said, "Yeah, we're okay on you, bro." Like he's not even good enough to put up with the antics. Draymond on that point, I you you and I have talked off the air about Draymond, how I feel about him now, as opposed to how I used to feel about him. The one thing that he was able to do with all his antics, he was still a very effective basketball, a tough-minded, good fundamental facilitating basketball player. So when you can do Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman's another. Dennis Rodman could do a lot of those antics and things because you just can't take them off the floor. Grant Williams, Boston said bye-bye. The Mavs have now said bye-bye. And you're in Charlotte. If anything, I'd be on my best behavior trying to show and prove that, hey, no, 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 I'm not that guy. I was a little young, but I'm growing. I'm maturing. You know, you go on that little spew, right? I'm growing. I'm maturing. I was young. You know, I, I thought I had to be that way, but now I know I got to be more of a teammate or more of this and more. I don't see him taking that road. This guy is going to talk himself and fake tough guy himself out of the league, which is going to be bad because you're, you're affecting your generational wealth that you really could be building up, homeboy. So, it's just, a, first of all, it's just a stupid play and a stupid foul. But as I'm watching this video again, just from last night, both those guys are face-to-face. If one wanted to get off a jab or get off a short right hook, it's right there. They both go grab each other's forearms, almost as to say, hey, don't punch me, and then go forehead-to-forehead type bumping thing. But, yeah, Grant Williams. But I, I I was saying this when he's in Boston, dude. It's like I just don't think the guy's worth the headache. He got traded, and now he's been traded again. It's starting to show, bro. You're not you're not that guy. You know what he reminds me of? Michael Beasley. But Michael Beasley was a better basketball player. But that type of personality. Michael Beasley was a stud. Oh yeah, hey, I used Just to watch him in DC. Exactly, I used to watch him in uh, DC Assault with Kevin Durant when they were playing AAU basketball together in DC. So he's always been a bucket. But sooner or later, though, his antics and his personality did weed him out of the league. It's, the talent doesn't match it. Sooner or later, right? With well, sure Beasley, did weed him out of the league. It, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Wednesday night, seven thirty. <laughs> Come see the comedy stylings of Martin Weiss. I'll just say this though: when Draymond, when people are over there, uh, you know, agreeing with Draymond, you got to be careful, right. man. You're in a bad spot. <laughs> so legitimately, you're in a tough spot. When people are over there, like, you know, I think Draymond was on to something with this one. Yeah, and I'm not trying to take a shot at Draymond because, but as we've known, he is a what I would like to call, or let's just say this in literary terms, he is an unreliable narrator. Unreliable narrow. Okay, I like that one. You need to put that on a t-shirt. 
unreliable. <laughs> no, you do because people will read that and they'll want to know. Okay, dude, what is what is your night dope shirt? But what is that Un- unreliable narrator? What's up with that? And then you can say, hey, Draymond Green. Ha uh-huh. ha. You've seen and, you've seen the shows before where you you know you, you, you have the voiceover and sometimes the voiceover is just telling you a lie and then you come back and like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, it's because it's a story <laughs> told by the perspective of one person. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So you, you you get that version of the truth where he's like, I wasn't trying to hit Nurkic. I was trying to sell a foul. Oh God. By yeah. Shivering him in the face. Like, oh, okay, got it. None of Draymond's moves have ever looked accidental. The kick to the groin on Adams, nobody goes up for a shot and throw underneath underneath the basket now. Three-point line, I know guys kick their leg out to try to get the foul. I've never seen anybody in the pain in my life go up and thrust their foot just straight upward like an old-school Nintendo karate game kick. Like just a straight up double dragon kick and then act like that's not what you were intending to do. That's just like Christian Leitner stepping on the guy in the Kentucky game. Like you take two steps back and the last step back was a was a uh, like a, a stomp. It wasn't a step. Like you stepped on him on purpose. It wasn't an accident. None of Draymond's stuff. The swing around punch looked so, so it was so bad that you even tried to sell that. As if you didn't try, I'd have just turned around and punched him. If that's what you was going to do, Draymond. See, the, uh, there's one thing that Draymond does that looks like an accident. That's shoot the ball. Oh, oh my God! Zing! Wow! Zing! You and Mary, you and Mary, you and Mary on fire today. I'm gonna take a back seat and just ride shotgun on this one, man. You guys can have the humor today. Coming up next, uh, Feds did a sweep, and it looks like uh, we'll, we'll see what the ruling. Uh, comes out as VJ has another strong opinion about this as well. The feds did a sweep a la future. <laughs> like that, huh? He's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. I've already told you guys I'm off. I'm taking a weekend off. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility in terms of discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover bank member FDIC. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower 
power further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. You can get us on Twitter. I'm at Martin Weiss, VJ at Big Vanilla Funny. And, of course, you can get us at Fox Sports Radio. VJ, are you going to see the Marley movie that came out just recently? I want to, but it, with all the previews, and Marley's one of my kind of so infatuated in love with Bob Marley. Um, the guy looks nothing, and from what I've heard uh, over the in the trailer, sounds nothing like Marley. And I, if, if it's bad, I'm going to be pissed that I went and saw it. The Biggie Smalls one was so bad, it made me not go see I Notorious. All, yeah, the Notorious one was so bad. I saw that movie. It made me not go see the All Eyes on Me Tupac one. So I still haven't seen the Tupac one because at that point I said, okay, I'm done with these biop, the what do you call it, biopics or biopic, biopics, biopics. I'm done with them because they're they're not. First of all, a lot of them are inaccurate, and the people just don't. The you know Jamie Foxx, right? You thought you were watching Ray. My, uh, uh, Denzel Washington, you swore you were looking at Malcolm X. These guys just don't. Uh, who did Tina Turner? I forgot. I um, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Right? You think you're looking at Tina Turner, watching her? When I'm watching the Biggie one, and I'm watching, and I didn't see the two by one, so I'm watching the, the 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 previews of this one. I'm like, dude, that's such a bad wig. Number one, that dude doesn't even look like Bob Marley. And I I got young pictures and posters framed in my house of Bob Marley when he was 20, 21, 23. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I I'm just I may not Martin. I might I might pass on this one, man. Are I'm you saying, are you gonna see it? I'm, no, Mark, uh, my girlfriend already did, so I'm off the hook. Well, okay, cool. What'd she say about it? She was, was fine, but she, you know, see, fine. Like, she's not a uh, she's not a tough critic when it comes to uh, okay, yeah. So. But see, but even fine though, right? It should be better than fine. Like Marley, Marley's movie should be better than fine, right? I I know this. You can talk about a taking creative license in a biopic. What Netflix did to the story of Griselda Blanco with Sofia Vergara, who I'm generally a fan of. I by love the way. her. That was, but, the, but what they did to that yeah. story was was yeah. was wild. Yep, I, I encourage everybody to go ahead and check out Cocaine Cowboys, which is a much closer to true. Uh, some of the tweets that people have sent the show from Brendan Brody. Somebody needs to tell the one that made MLB's uniform that this is not <laughs> adult entertainment. It's a family event. Who's sponsoring the uniforms? Magic City? Not safe for aspiring youth to see. Uh, yeah, I read that one too. But I, I mean, hey, 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 is Brendan? Brendan, hey, look, man, sexiness. They're trying to bring eyes to different eyes to the game, baby. You don't have to like it, but and listen, family entertainment, man, kids can get anything on tablets and cell phones nowadays. So yeah, miss me with that one, homeboy. Seeing some some quads and some hamstrings at a baseball game is the least of your worries if you're worried about your kids seeing the wrong thing in today's world. See, uh. So the federal court, you want to go ahead and dive in this federal yeah, court? Yeah, yeah, I do, man, because this go was super it. interesting to me and something that I just love because I love the NIL and the college game altogether itself. So a judge by the name of Clifton Corker 
uh, in the Tennessee area of the federal courts there, uh, put an injunction down. And for those of you who don't know legal term injunction, basically it's just a court order requiring that a person do or cease doing a specific action. And that's the NCAA and the NIL allegations that are being held down onto the Tennessee Volunteers football program. And being that this injunction has been brought down, myself including gentlemen also by the name of Jay Billis, who I'm a big fan of and was also on the Rich Eisen show, who I'm a big fan of, Michigan, uh, had this discussion, and I'm 100% with both of them. This is now starting the big downfall that I've been saying for the last few years that the NCAA is now feeling. They're feeling this downfall. That's why some of these coaches are tucking ass and running because they don't want kids to have any type of power. And they don't want kids to really benefit from everything. It is such a controlled power trip freak, you know, uh, organization, the NCAA, and some of these head coaches, too. What I like about this is I think what this opens the door for, Martin, in the future, and people are going to balk at it, but Nick Saban had some comments that I wasn't really too fond of because I believe he's a guy who's been able to benefit from what we know college football has been doing under the table to be able to win all those championships and get all the top best of the best recruits every single year. Been to Tuscaloosa, can't tell me kids from the inner city are just watering at the mouth to go down there and live in that area and play at Alabama. There's got to be something else given. Johnny Manziel was just sitting on Shannon Sharp's podcast and let the cat out of the bag that his dad told Texas A&M, hey, my son will stay another two years if you just set up a $3 million deal. Shannon balked at it. He looked him dead in the face and said, dude, basically, stop. This is the way businesses run in college football. This is the way they're doing it at Auburn. This is the way they're doing it at Alabama. He threw it out there. So the way we can stop that, Martin, just sign these kids the contracts. That's coming, man. And I have an idea. You do a two-year, a three-year, or what I would call a grad contract. Two-year contract actually helps everybody, Martin, because that means, okay, buddy, no more one-in transfers. No more one-in transfers because we saw what Quinn Edwards did, right? He he specifically went to a university because he was trying to get that one-year deal that they were uh, they were offering a certain amount of money. It takes that away. It also helps the head coaches out, Martin, because now you actually do have time to plan for at least every two-year increment to where you could lose a certain running back or receiver, definitely the quarterback position. You know what I'm saying? A three-year deal. Hey, for the next three years, you're here. You can transfer also just one time. The transfer portal, I like. Do I like guys playing for three and four different universities? No. That's ridiculous. But if you want to transfer one time, I think the 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 stipulation I would put on that is there's one transfer every three years. So if you have a catastrophic injury and say you do get a fifth year or sixth year because you're a grad, uh, grad student, grad player, something like that, then you may transfer one more time. But other than that, Three-year transfer. I just think it helps the coaches. It helps. And it keep the free education. This whole idea, well, fine, take the free education. These, these schools make so much damn money. They're not losing money, guys, by giving free education to athletes. Stop the BS because that's not true. They're making so much money. That's why they can afford to give away free education because they're making so much money off the football, off the basketball, the sponsorships, the, the handshakes, the rich alumni that go on NFL teams. <clears throat> Steven Ross. 
He's a Michigan guy who owns a team. He's got enough money to give back. If he wanted to pay for everybody's education, the man could do so. He's a billionaire. He owns the NFL franchise. So I think that's where we're heading. I love that Jay Bill has put this out there. And I love what the East Tennessee District, I was looking for it. There it is. The East Tennessee District Court. Hey, Judge Corker, I don't know you, brother, but I appreciate you. Thank you very much for this injunction because this is the wake-up call. And it's ironic. It comes a few days off the Nick Saban. He has his whole soliloquy of this is not college football. These aren't student athletes. Yeah, a guy I'm pretty sure benefited plenty from being able to control these guys. He already proved he's not a leader of men because he failed after one year. He couldn't even he couldn't even coach in the NFL in one year. And we always talk about what's the one thing you must be able to do as a head coach in the NFL, Martin? You must be able to be do, do what? Lead men. You're not really leading men in college. You're really controlling these kids, man. And I'm glad that control is getting away. NCAA is back. Give these kids some money. There's still there's plenty of money to go around, guys. But I would say just put kids on the contracts. And I think that's coming, Martin. Yeah, I think Nick Saban leaving the NFL had a lot more to do with uh with uh, uh what's his name? Uh with Drew Brees not becoming the next quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, instead being Dante Culpepper. I do wonder how long Saban would have been in Miami, had Breeze passed the Miami physical, but I, I always hear, I'll just recall, I always hear that point. But this is where I give your guy Sean Payton some credit. I'll give I'll give Sean Payton this. I don't I think Sean Payton and Drew Breeze worked very well together. I don't I don't think Saban would have been able to do with Drew Breeze what Sean Payton did with Drew Breeze. No, we'll see. He did turn out. Oh, well, I guess we won't see, but he did turn out several first round quarterbacks in his uh, final stage of the Alabama head coaching position. But coming up next, we will dive into this Eagles situation that we just talked about a second ago because uh, uh, with Tyler the Dragon, I should say an hour ago at this point, because uh, there's more meat on that bone. But somebody who never leaves a bone dry, Steve DeSager. You're up. What you got, my friend? Let's start with college hoops because in the Pac-12 conference, soon to be the Pac-2, Washington State's having an incredible year in hoops. Just won this week at Arizona to take the lead alone in first in the conference standings. 21st-ranked Washington State is now trailing at Arizona State tonight, 53-46 with under 10 minutes to go. Fourth-ranked Arizona already won its game, 91-75 against Washington. On Fox TV at number one Connecticut, Huskies over Villanova, 45-39 with under 12 minutes to go. About 12 minutes left at 5th-ranked Tennessee. Vols leading Texas A&M, 54-39. And 12 minutes left as UNLV at home leads number 22 Colorado State, 42-41. Wins in the top 10 for Iowa State and Kansas. Number 2 Houston won in overtime at Baylor. Wake Forest at home upset number 8 Duke, 83-79. And 10th-ranked North Carolina was a 54-44 winner at Virginia. The Cavaliers scored just six points in about the first 14 minutes of that game, down 18-6. Kentucky won its top-20 matchup against Alabama. At home, beat Bama 117-95. Wins for Illinois and Auburn. Wins for South Carolina and Florida. UCF beat number 23 Texas Tech, 75-61. Kansas State over number 25 BYU 84-74 BYU 7 and 7 its first year in the Big 12 conference Syracuse led by 29 points late in the first half and defeated Notre Dame 88-85 defending MLS champion Columbus won its season opener 1-0 over Atlanta NHL the Rangers won their 10th game in a row 2-1 at Philadelphia right now at Colorado late in regulation Avalanche tied with Toronto 3-3 just three NBA games tonight late first half at New York Celtics 
Mavericks, who've won seven in a row, are leading the Knicks 60-54, to 20 points for Jalen Brown. Mid-third quarter at Detroit, and the Pistons have taken the lead 76-75 against Orlando. Detroit's not only lost four in a row, Pistons have a record of 8-47. and The late game's underway. Late first quarter, Nets lead at Minnesota 22-17 to for the Timberwolves. Rudy Gobert out tonight with a sprained ankle. Trey Young of the Hawks out tomorrow with a finger injury. Eric Bieniemy will become UCLA's offensive coordinator. Former Seahawks defensive back Richard Sherman was arrested for DUI in Washington. Two years ago, he pleaded guilty to first-degree negligent driving. At spring training, the Yankees won 22-10 against the Tigers. Phillies edged the Blue Jays 14-13. NASCAR's at Atlanta tomorrow on Fox TV, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Michael McDowell earned his first Cup Series poll for that race. In his 467th career start, he finally will begin first. Back to you. You said 461, Steve? 467, 467. races in his Cup Series career. And that's for Vegas tomorrow, right, Steve? That is uh, Vegas, I think, the next week. It's in next, Atlanta okay. tomorrow. Yeah. Atlanta tomorrow? Oh, okay, they changed it. Vegas used to come after Daytona. and Okay, no problem. That but reminds for, me of uh, when you see somebody like uh, Sterling K. Brown or something like that, an uh, actor who who blows up at 45 years old. They're like, where'd you come from? It's like, dude, I've been working this whole yeah. time. A 20-year <laughs> overnight success story. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Morgan Freeman, right? Oh, Morgan Freeman yeah. got his shot yeah. at 50 because he was 51 when he got lean on me. But he had done theater. He had done other movies. He had been in. He had been in other stuff. That was his first leading role, and people think that's what put Morgan Freeman on. It's uh, like no, the one that Mahershala Ali is the one that's most the one former that, college basketball player. Wow, yeah. yeah, West Coast Conference, I think. Man, I'll tell you what, if they, Steve, we used to call a guy in Detroit the book because he used to feel like he knew everything and was all on top of his head. Right there, if, if that name wasn't already taken, I give it to Steve. I got one for him then. What's that? This is the encyclopedia. The encyclopedia. All right. The Steve DeSager, a.k.a. the encyclopedia. This says he was a 6'3 guard at St. Mary's, which I believe was undefeated in conference this year playing tonight. I mean, look at that. You don't get that anywhere else. Listen, listen, Steve. You don't get that type of stuff anywhere else. That's why I like talking to him. The encyclopedia DeSager. The encyclopedia Either the almanac. He's the sports almanac. Either one. Take your pick. Oscar winner from the WCC. Let's see Adam Morrison do that. Yeah. Oh it's man! John Stockton, the ball's in your court. Yeah, he's somewhere. Adam Morris is somewhere rolling up right now. Trust Oof, me. Oh, he is. Come on, that's what. That's how he ended up out of the league. What are you talking about? Maybe just lack of athleticism in general. Uh, he's somewhere rolling up right to now. Get those guys from <laughs> sometime from Gonzaga. I was about to say, yeah, from Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Some of those West Coast guys. Although, uh, didn't uh, Prusemski from the Warriors? He went to St. Mary's too, right? Santa Clara, maybe some ah, conference. Santa Clara, same yeah. conference. Oh, home of the fighting Steve Nashes. That's right. Many years ago, the yeah, many years ago, knocked off who? Arizona. Arizona. There you go. Thank you, Steve. VJ. Yeah. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. And if you missed any today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get those podcasts, and be sure to follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast, and you'll see this show posted right after we get off of the air. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. And you know what? Maybe if we talk about the Eagles enough, we can get like Jalen Hurts to call in our show. Yeah, for real. I, I'm surprised this is on here, but go ahead. I, this is your account, brother. You, you're, you're always ready to bury Sirianni, so this is your account. Well, Let's it's go. Just, it's just interesting. Uh, I mean, you like to bury the guy, Martin. Want- it's okay to say it. First of all, quit misrepresenting what I'm saying. I'm saying he's not a leader, 
and he probably is going to be a failure as an NFL head coach. If that's burying somebody, then the proof is in the pudding. That, well, that's burying him then. I'm not later what you're saying. I'm Why? Not, you can have your reasons, bro. I'm just saying you you have a way of making sure you find out what he's doing. And you, you The other day you said the guy was not going to the radio station yesterday? Yeah, that, yes, yes, he did. Did he not? All right. But yeah, A.J. That, Brown's got – now, that, that whole thing, God, that just feels weird. You know what it feels like? There's a lack of someone in charge. Mm, okay. Go ahead. Tell me why it feels weird. It, it, well, it feels well, weird to me because it it, it, co- it comes off it comes off. AJ Brown, he comes off as the diva type receiver that when he's when he's not getting the ball like a lot of these guys in the past have been, he, he becomes very disuninterested. Okay, and there needs to be a self accountability for that that a lot of these guys don't have. Calling it to a radio station in late February. To kind of, I don't know what, massage the fans or say, oh, no, no, hey, I, I want to be here and this or that or whatever. It, it has a feeling of, yeah, bro, you might be wearing out your welcome real fast in Philly. And they traded to get him. He had a great first year there. But there were games this year where you just, you you would look, look at the TV like, is he even playing? Is AJ, was he a late scratch? Did I Am I missing something? Where the hell is this guy at? And he's just not there. I think you should be just more focused on getting your head back together and like Tyler Dragon said they need to all come together put the phones away put the social media away sit down like men and talk air out your grievances and then dead all of that man and leave that in the past and then move forward but all this everybody's trying to just sew up their end and sew up their little piece it feels like that's not gonna help this team at all the defense if you want to look at anything really let them down finishing 27th the offense was still a top 10 offense and that's what hurt Jalen Hurts and that's what A.J. Brown missing and coming some games they were still a top 5 offense the defense really let this team down this year but they got a lot of questions they need to answer, and I think it starts with getting in a room, put all the BS away, man. Talk like grown and pro pro league men. Get this thing settled, and let's move forward. I think they. I think Who's they can be do the person so. that's in charge of doing that. Uh, well, it should be, of course, the head. Well, I mean, ownership GM. Somebody needs to be talking also too within this. It's not just the head coach and those guys. I think the GM possibly probably needs to be sitting in there also too because he's the guy that's really making some of these moves and the futures are where some of these guys can end up and also the owner. But Sirianni's the coach. It's on him. I, I'm gonna take a wait and see. It was a bad year, but I'm not ready to bury them just yet. See if they recover with the with the core day. See if they can recover. They had some bad injuries on the back end and within uh, the front seven. This year that affected the uh, defense also, then too. They fired the defensive coordinator midway through. Or I, should, I keep saying fired. They demoted the defensive demoted. coordinator midway through the season. Yeah. So, well, I mean, when things that. aren't working like, like now, now, and I got her answer for that. When things aren't working a lot of times in life, sometimes people think you need to make drastic changes, and sometimes people think, okay, let's just weather the storm. The storm in life is not for you to defeat the storm. It's for you. The storm is simply for you to come out of the other side a better person or better team or whatever in a better situation for the next storm that's coming because there's another storm coming. A lot of times people try to defeat the storm. I think that the motion of the defensive coordinator was them seeing the storm and thinking, okay, let me figure out how I could defeat the storm. No, hang in there. Like, hanging, you had some injuries on defense. Yes, the defense is giving up plays, but it doesn't help when you're missing, you know, pro ball corners and you're missing starters. You're missing starters on defense week after week after week, whether it's the D-line or whether it's in the secondary. It's going to affect your, your play on the field sooner or later.
So I think that move was more or less not realizing, hey, let's just get through the storm. No, they tried to control the storm and defeat the storm instead of just going through and letting the storm pass by and coming out on the back end. Well, they say it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but uh, looks like it's rain clouds on the horizon. What's your thought on the AJ thing? I think it's a team that needs a leader. And I think that head coach is supposed to be the person that does it. Did you like him going on the radio show and, and spilling and kind of I mean, pandering? I, a, pandering? I, I mean, I don't really have a problem with it. Okay. Radio, guys on the radio saying something, he disagrees with it. I mean, every Jack, Joe, and Jill in America can call into the radio station and, and get their point off. Why would he have? Why would I have a problem with him doing it? Okay. You know, it's, it's I would just like, like to see him more locked in and focused. You didn't have the great year. You guys finished off well, bad. Part of the reason let's get why off the radio. Let's, let's talk about why he didn't have a great year. Like you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of there was no one in Philadelphia had a great year this year. Sub Jalen Hurts pre injury. Mm-hmm. So like it's just no one did. Like what did they start ten and one. Was it ten and one, eleven and one? It was ten and one, 10 and, and the one. whole okay. time yep. they're talking about how this is terrible, yep. how this is a disaster, how this whole thing feels like it's falling apart. Sure enough, Big Dom gets suspended, it falls apart. And I'm not saying it's direct, it's a direct result, but you see, I mean, you got guys on the sideline getting in fights with players on the field from the other team. You got guys on the sideline breaking up fights between players on and coaches on the team. That was it. Is a disaster up there. It's it's a it's a dumpster fire. And you know, I don't have any problem with AJ Brown saying, look, it may be a dumpster fire, but that ain't my trash that y'all burning. It's somebody else's. Mm. Okay. Coming up next, our Big Pat, the producer, has something in store for me and VJ. Let's see exactly what it is. Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. You can hit us up on Twitter with your two cents. I'm at Martin Weiss, VJ at Big Vanilla Funny, like uh, Ramon Little Chewy Rincon. He said the problem with the Eagles defense 
the GM really needs to be let go. It was all right, but they don't have the guys in the secondary to go toe-to-toe with the best receivers. And Howie thinks, oh, I will spend free agency just to fix that issue. Hell, listen to your scouts and don't just draft players from UGA. That was one of the moments I was like, I disagree with the national discourse here. Everybody's like, what a draft. He just drafted all the Georgia guys. I was like, I don't, I don't know if that's the answer here. You know, generally speaking, I can't imagine when that has gone well. I guess, I guess it's go go up for the Knicks right now as they have all the Villanova players I'm about to say. that beat Michigan in the championship or the big three at least. I I don't go against it. I just think I, you know they like I said that defense had a lot of injuries this year. The Georgia players, the Georgia players played fine. The Georgia guys played fine. They had a lot of injuries to key yeah, guys. Kobe Dean would speak differently, but let's go ahead and get this lined up. Pat, what you got? All right, Martin, VJ, we're going to have a little bit of some fun, guys. We're going to start a new game called Who You Got? And the name of the rules is simple. I picked a player based on a topic, and I'm going to give each of you guys three guesses. I'm going to give out some hints. And if you guys can't go, we'll keep going a little bit back and forth with that. So the topic for this, guys... Martin, we did this earlier in hour two. Uh, we're talking fake NBA tough guys. We're going to go with actual NBA tough guys. Okay. So I'm going to start with first uh, first hint for both of you guys. This guy played for five different teams in his career. Number two would be he was selected as an all-NBA in the third team. And then number three, to top us off before we give you guys a look on this one, would be he played a 4-5. He played, well, he was either a 4 or a 5. He was a, or a, both. Okay, got you. So he's either so, power forward or mm-hmm. center. Yeah, and I'll let, uh, I'll let you all, you know what? How Martin? many teams? He, there was five teams. Five teams. On his career. Do you have a guess so far? The four or five is what's throwing me because I had two guys shot in my head when you read your first two. Right, right. And when you hit me with the four or five, mm. I'm like, four or five tough guy? Yes, like tough legitimate, guy. Legitimate. Legitimate tough four guy. Four or five tough guy. Not a fake tough guy, a tough guy. Huh. Um, VJ Husky, who you got? My first guess, I'll, I'll throw somebody out there. Um, Anthony Mason. No. Uh, there's no chance this is right, but in the spirit of the game, I'll throw out uh, Isaiah Stewart. Beef Stew. No. Uh, that's the one guy in the NBA right now who's not afraid to throw a punch. At all. No, at all. no. He hasn't played for four or five teams, though. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> um, Do you want me, I'll, you want me yeah. to throw in one more? I'll sure. throw in a hint. All right. Well, I'll just give you one right here. He has one most improved player. If I don't know if that helps you guys or not. Most improved player. Player. He has Most won it. Improved player, tough guy, four five. This is an actual NBA tough guy. <coughs> yes, actual NBA tough guy, four five, five teams, and most improved player. Hmm. Wow. I need the, another the four one. five. Yeah, yeah, the four yeah. five. No, I, I, I want to guess the four five is just what's throwing me. Uh-huh, I can right? I can think of twos and threes right. all day. Right. The four five is it's what's throwing me, but I also know we play small ball now. So <laughs> my head is in the eighties and nineties right now. But I'm right. like, okay, but it it could today a six nine guy could play the four five. Do you uh, you guys want to take a shot? Or do you want me to give one more hint? <sighs> one more hint. One more hint. All right, I'll give you one more hint. This one might be an easier one, but let's see. All right. He played for Michigan State. Michigan State? MSU, baby. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State, State. Five different teams, third team OBA, was a power forward or and a center. And a most improved player. 
And a most improved. It definitely player. isn't Kevin Nash. No, <laughs> definitely not. It's not big, sexy. Now Michigan wanna... State. Yeah, I'm. I'll even give you. I'll without spoiling what it is. I'll even give you another hint for free. He does have a nickname, a basketball nickname. Oh, okay. Well, this is. Oh, this is probably gonna. This will probably do it right here. What's the basketball nickname? Uh, do you, I mean, if it's gonna, it's gonna oh, end oh, it. Oh, it's gonna okay, end okay, it if I give okay, you okay. it. Okay, so you're not giving it that. All right. No, I cannot. You got You'll know immediately. You got another guess, Martin? Big man. Yeah. Who's third team All NBA and Most Improved Player. Five teams, though. That's the thing. Five teams. Tough guy. Big man. Tough guy. Real NBA. Tough guy. Big man. Most of the tough guys were like, you know, small forwards and I was about Jason power forwards. And no, not Jason. <laughs> but now you're, you're you're just guessing. Yeah, Michigan State guys. I now I mean, Draymond's out because he's only been with one team, so it's not him. And he did make All NBA one year. All right, I'm going to give you guys a little bit more on this one. All right, he, of the five teams he played, his most notorious runs were with the Sacramento Kings and the Memphis Grizzlies. Sacramento, Memphis, Cream from Michigan State, and he was oh! and he's recent. He's recent. Martin it, Weiss, I got who it. you got? I got it. You saw it? Oh, no, I don't have it. I actually, I don't got it, but I got Zach Randolph. Yeah! Uh, Zebo. Zebo, <laughs> let's go! Zach Randolph. Yeah, Zebo. Congratulations to me. I win. Yeah, Zebo. That's a good one. That's a good one. I win. Five teams, third team all NBA. Power forward to center. Most improved player for Zach that, Randolph. That, see, that's the thing. I missed that. When did he get most of What year was that? Couldn't tell you. Patrick will have it on the way back. Coming up next, Russell Wilson coming off the bench? It looks like it could happen. Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. And we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there with an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, it's the way that tire buying should be. Russell Wilson. Formerly of the Seattle Seahawks and the Denver Broncos. So I guess still a member of the Denver Broncos. But I'll tell you this. I'll bet all the money I'm making today on this radio show that by St. Patrick's Day, he will no longer be a member of the Denver Broncos because Sean Payton does not want him to be the starting quarterback. And uh, that's the date, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, when $37 million of his 2025 salary becomes fully guaranteed. So uh, I have a feeling he's not going to see that money. Yeah. But there's a sense emerging pro, per pro football talk that Wilson will take the league minimum elsewhere to stick the Broncos. Basically, that money is going to get paid out regardless, mm-hmm. especially the 2024 money, which he owes $39 million, the Broncos do. He will take the league minimum, which is $1.1 million, $1.2 million, but, VJ, there's a caveat for whatever team he goes to play for. The caveat is he wants to be the starter. He will not do that as a back. Surprise, surprise. He will not. I mean, I wouldn't either. You know, is he going to take me for $1.2 million? I want to play. I want to get out there and prove to the world that they're wrong, that I can still do it, mm-hmm. says Russell Wilson. Now, I also tend to think that this is the only way that he remains a starting quarterback. Russ could have another, you know, five, six, seven years in this league, but if he did it at this rate with the with the compensation compensation that he would get if if the Broncos cut him and somebody tried to sign him to another long term deal, mm-hmm. it could be. I mean, it, 
There's not a lot of options that are available, right? Especially when you consider, A, there's three quarterbacks in this draft coming up that seem to be consensus top 10 picks between May, uh, uh, Jaden Daniels, and, and Caleb Williams. Justin Fields is going to be on the move. Kirk Cousins could be on the move. Jimmy. Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. See somebody's going to sign him. See what his body's got left in the tank. Yeah, somebody's going to sign him, though. But talking about strictly starting quarterbacks, guys you signed to be your starter, mm-hmm. right? Guy like Baker Mayfield is probably going to stay in Tampa. Yep. Right, so that's a spot that's not going to be available. Derek Carr just restructured his contract, so he's not going anywhere. Aaron Rodgers has the Jets by a chokehold. He's not going anywhere. Only real openings right now. What are Pittsburgh? Yep. New England, who again is the third pick in the draft. I got they, that written down too. Atlanta. Check. Yep. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, and and potentially Minnesota. All right, I got a few more for you. I don't know if Russell Wilson is going to get his wish here and becoming a starting quarterback in the league next season. But I do feel that that's probably the way to maintain his status as a starter. He's had two two rough years. Mm-hmm. Two years in which the team was kind of done with him. Now, year one with Denver was a disaster from top to bottom from the moment they kicked that field goal and didn't back it up in the, uh, in, uh, in the post-game press conference. And year two in Denver, he didn't finish the season, not because of injury, but because they didn't want to guarantee his contract just in case he did get hurt. Mm. You don't see those problems with, you know, Patrick Mahomes, for example, or anybody else. in the, You know, Josh Allen could throw five interceptions in one game. not going to bench him to, to avoid his injury guarantees. But that's what happened with Russell Wilson. I gave you three other teams that should be interested. I'm not a Russell Wilson guy, but I'm just talking. I'm just going to talk some football. Three teams I think should be interesting. Might want to kick the tires on it. Uh, number one would be Tennessee. If I'm Tennessee, obviously you don't think that you have a quarterback there because you went back and forth on my mill, uh, on my man Will to Thrill, and then also on on Levis there. Also Washington. Even though I know how is there, but you do have a new coaching staff, new ownership. There could be a spot there in the Raiders. I think the Raiders could be a spot also too because they're moving on from Jimmy. I don't think they have their franchise guy now. I think Russell could be better than what's there. And what better way to kick the Broncos in the ass and give them a, a, a big you know, middle finger send-off is by going to the Raiders and then possibly beating them twice this year in a huge, nasty, high-octane rivalry NFL game. New England is also another place, too, but they just don't have pieces. Like They just don't have pieces for him there. He'll look real bad there. The Pittsburgh thing keeps coming up. I hear that Justin Fields is going to one of those teams, so either there or Atlanta is going to be wiped out. It's going to be washed out. The Pittsburgh one is intriguing. I saw the Terry Bradshaw comment this week where he thinks that, uh, you know, Kenny Pickett should have the opportunity to still fight for that position and show what he can do, put some other pieces and things around him. I mean, he's got a running back, he's got a tight end, he's got a wide receiver. I'm not sure how much, but the offensive line was leaky. The offensive line was leaky. All respect to Terry Bradshaw, but Terry Bradshaw was like, if you get him a left tackle, another tight end, another wide receiver, and a running back, then, uh, you know, everything will be hunky-dory. But, I mean, you know, four-time winning Super Bowl quarterback and a guy that knows the game, I'm I'm, going to listen 
to at least a little bit of what he has to say. I wonder if he knows the salary cap because uh, that'd be expensive. Yeah, but you can uh, that stuff can always be worked out, man. If you want a player bad enough, you can you can always you can always work that out. So and then uh, Minnesota, you mentioned Minnesota. Depending upon what happens with Kirk Cousins, Tyler Dragon, our great NFL insider from the USA Today, feels like he's going back there. To me, it feels like he's looking for somewhere else, but he'll go back to Minnesota if he can't find something else. It's like you you're you're ready to break up with your girl. You ain't told nobody yet. You just started hanging out with one of your single homeboys a little more often just to see what's out at the bar and the lounge and the nightclubs and and hot uh, hot what is a hot hot water cornbread an event here in LA that's real popular. You you go to these but you just want to see what else is out there and if uh yeah, you know what? Everybody's right. Ain't nothing out here, man. The dating world sucks. I'm going to try to maybe fix it with my girl or at least put up with it for another year or two until I decide I want to leave again. That's what it feels like Kirk Cousins is kind of doing. He could go back to Minnesota. Justin Jefferson wants him. That's fine. But, you know, it, it still has to be a situation, in my, in my opinion, where they feel like they can win with Kirk Cousins back there again. So th- those are the kind of the teams where I have something else too, Martin. There's there's a quarterback move coming we just don't see yet. Happens every offseason. There's a quarterback move coming with one of these teams that we think, oh no, they're gonna they're gonna stick with that guy. They're gonna remember there were some things about even like Kyler Murray. If I I do believe that if a team like the Cardinals were presented with something where they felt like they could start over and kind of uproot from Kyler Murray and move on from, I wouldn't recommend it. But I hear, I'm, but but I'm, I hear, but I hear things. I'm telling you, I hear that's things. Not happening. Arizona okay. is. I have it on good on good authority okay. that Arizona is locked in on Kyler, and that's a big part of the reason why that coaching staff is in the position. To, okay, like, that's that was a big reason why Gannon took the job and hired. Well, I'll that. throw this out there. I heard something. I heard something different. Not concrete, but I heard something different. So that's why I throw that out there. Um, I listen, man. This could be the end. I, I went out on a limb last year, and I said he's done. I said he's going to be benched this year, and Russell Wilson is done as a starting quarterback in the NFL after this season. In the middle of the season, he's going to get benched, and he's going to be done. So I'm going to stick with that. We could throw all these teams out there, but I'm going to stick with my original prediction last August when I said he's going to be benched and he's going to be done as a starting quarterback. Russell Wilson in 2024 will not be a starting quarterback on any NFL team opening day for 2024. He may be on somebody's roster, but he will not be starting for anybody. I think it'll be a good chance he's on somebody's roster, but again, like you said, I, I think the starting thing... It's done. It may be done. It's if over. Now, that don't mean it's all the way over forever. Like, if he, you know, say starter, say it's an Aaron Rodgers scenario and, and, and he goes, starter goes down week one, Russ comes in through eight weeks and balls out. It goes, you know, seven and, two, seven and two through nine games and, you know, with a 16 to four touchdown interception ratio. You're being so, very optimistic right now. <laughs> Russell Wilson ain't showing up nowhere with a new playbook and a whole new rack of teammates and coaches and city and balling out for somebody. He may be able to band-aid and MacGyver it together for you for a little while. He ain't showing up nowhere after we've already set rosters just because somebody got hurt. I, I just think I just think why would you even want to bring that headache in? Just I mean, honestly at this point, why? I don't think Russ is a headache in the same way, especially if he doesn't have the cash of a starting quarterback. Like, if anything, Russ is annoying. But, like, he's the backup quarterback. But some people don't change. Tiger never changed his stripes, homie. Zebras don't change their stripes. He's he's a, you know, he's a diva. 
He's a D. He's the pre, he is the prime definition of a quarterback NFL diva as Russell Wilson. That don't change because you're later in your years. That's probably even you're you're probably still trying to prove more and more that you are still the guy when you're just not. I don't think he starts anywhere this year. Russell Wilson, you know what? You know, blip it. I'll go out on a limb even further. I say he might not even be on somebody's team. Because we've seen this with veteran quarterbacks that get cut and we go, oh, yeah, they'll be signed somewhere. Oh, yeah, they'll be signed. And next thing you know, May, June, July. Wow, that guy's still out there. That guy's still not signed. Russell Wilson could be that guy where it's why? Like, what do you do? Bring him in for what? When I got a cheaper a cheaper backup and I know who my starter's going to be. Yeah, he may not be as great as you used to be, but you're not as great as you used to be anymore. We're moving on, man. You're sorry. It, it happens fast at the quarterback position in the NFL sometimes, man. You're starting one year and the next year you're not in the league. Well, $1.2 million for a guy who started in the league over 10 years, I think this is a great shot. He'll be on a roster uh, be, simply because. Give me that number again. I want to write that down. $1.2 So $1.21 million. Would be the the vet the vet men is that yep. is that what we're saying okay so the vet men all right all right I'm I'm gonna so that means if he don't get signed by nobody they weren't even willing to put one point two one mil down on the table for him that is super telling that means you are done we don't we don't even we won't even pay you one point two million we don't even want to pay you that so we'll see so that's the number that VJ is stuck on one point two million the number I'm stuck on. 117, because VJ said, I got to do 117 NFL predictions. And he's told me, this is all recorded, mind you. Go back and listen to the podcast on Search Fox Sports Radio, wherever you get them. Mm -hmm. He said, if he hits over 65%, then he'll call it a success. And he held the nation captive for months (laughs) with this 117 predictions. Let's see how he did. Coming up next, Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander, with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, 
So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. By the way, you can follow us on Twitter and tweet the show. I'm at Martin Weiss, VJ at Big Vanilla Funny, and of course at Fox Sports Radio. We'll answer your tweets coming up shortly. And this is a tweet that we got, VJ. I don't think it has an answer. This is from George Sands 58. He goes, Trivia. Only one team in NBA history has gone through all four rounds of the playoffs in the minimum amount of games. Which one? Now, it's a funny worded question, George. I got that. Who? The Los Angeles Lakers. Which 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 iteration of uh, the two thousand team that beat the Sixers because they didn't lose their first game in that playoffs? He said through do that conference rounds, right? He said only one team in the NBA has went through all four rounds of the playoffs in the minimum amount of games. Which one? And that oh that was, Lakers okay, so, team had stepped over by Allen Iverson. They, yeah, that, but they, and that's a loss. I, I thought it meant just either through the Eastern or the Western Conference. Well, I mean, I think it's got to be one of, those, one of those one of those. I heard that part, Martin. One of these Celtics teams, I would think. I don't remember because I got to think about who got swept, and but then who swept all the way through. The only team I could think of, I would have had to be maybe one of those Celtics teams back in the back in the fifties or sixties. Nothing in. I mean, it wasn't no Bulls teams that done it. No Jordan teams. No Kobe teams. The Heatles never did it. The Warriors never did. I'm trying to think of great teams. I don't over, think anybody's ever done it. Yeah, that's why I said I don't think this question has an answer, has an George. Answer. <laughs> Somebody else got that same Lakers team, and he said, "Sorry, no," because the finals weren't a sweep. Yeah, yeah I know we had the, the Warriors went sixteen and one uh, when they had LeBron in them uh-huh. in the finals one of those years. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, a lot of lot of lot of sixteen and ones yeah. that I can think of, or at least a handful. Sixteen and zero, I don't know. If I'm wrong, post the answer. You're still listening. I know you are. I know you're sticking around, man. Yeah, yeah post post the answer, bro, because you got me. On, I mean, you got me on that one. I'm sitting here trying to think of what what a team it was, but and somebody said, "Oh yeah, I see it. Oh no, not a final sweep." All right, and Mark might be right. You might not have an answer for your question, homie. So, the answer to the question that America was waiting for all football season, I'm sure. Oh wow, the Pistons almost hit a, th- a quarter court. Three-pointer to tie the game as uh, Paolo Bancaro with a baseline jumper to go ahead and end that thing. Plus, he got fouled and had hit the free throw. Pistons, no surprise, lose again. But Cade was close with this last three-point attempt that hit the back of the rim as time expired. And, he, I mean, he shot that thing from the other free throw line. But, oh, sun rises in the east, sets in the west, Pistons lose again. But I did want to go ahead and touch on Uncle VJ's 117 NFL predictions. Yeah. Now, if you're unfamiliar with this, VJ saw somebody, Connor Orr from Sports Illustrated. That's right. I think it was Sports Illustrated. This sucked. Might have been. It was Sports Illustrated. He had 115, I believe. No, 100. 100. Sorry. 100 NFL predictions. VJ said, I got to do not just one better, not two better. I got to do 17 better. Yeah. And then we proceeded to do it on our show leading into the NFL season. And I would do this. I'd ask him a number. Say, VR, what's 58? And then he'd read out 58. And then we'd see, you know, I wrote it all down and saw if it was going to, what you know, what would happen. Only problem is that piece of paper burned up in a fire. In his truck. You in know why that car. happened to you? You know why that paper burned up in there? Because you wrote them down to see what I was going to miss. You didn't write them down to see what I was going to hit on. 
Well, now you wrote them down to see what I was going to miss. And the the sports guys were like, see, you don't do your partner like that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to burn and not to burn the truck up, but that list. Yeah. You don't get it. You don't get a chance to keep that list anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think it much had much more to do with the idea I was putting coolant in the wrong place mm-hmm. for a few months. Mm-hmm. I believe in what? the sports guys. You live and you learn. <laughs> yeah, that's what I lived and learned on the side of the one-on-one freeway about week four of this NFL season. Actually, I don't know what exactly what week it was, but I know it was Penn State playing Ohio State because <laughs> I was listening to it on the radio. First down, everything was good. By the time it was fourth down, my car was on fire. Yeah. Anyway, aside the point, I'm going to go ahead and list off a few of these 117 predictions. In fact, VJ, why don't you go ahead with number 60? What was number 60? Number 60. All right, let me flip through my book here for number 60. Number 60. Number 60. There's 61. Number 60. I had that. Um, ah, this is actually a good one. That the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense will be a top 10 defense this year. So if we go to the NFL stats. And we put in the team stats, and we put in defense. And Tampa Bay, let me see, did they make top 10? Nope, they're not a top 10 defense this year. What did they finish? Uh, was that defense? Is this defense? I'm sorry, this, is this offense or defense? I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong category. Okay, there we go. Defense. So it looks, it looks like, like they finished, is that 23rd? 20, in 20, 23rd in total, 344 yards a game. So I thought they'd be a top 10 defense, and they were not a top 10 defense. They finished at number 23. Division winner, though. Division yeah, won a division. Well, I, I I didn't have them win a division. But, yeah, division winner. Uh, You want to go – you want to try uh, – uh, You flip, guys flip, can throw – Flip three more pages. Flip three more pages. One, two – Whatever you got on that page right there. Three. Uh, I got a few. So I got number 37, number 97, and number 103. Number 103 cancels itself out because Burrow got hurt. But this one was uh, Burrow would throw four interceptions in a single game. It was at a plus 500 because he had done it the year before, and it was a plus 500 for him to do it this year. So, But number 97 was Josh Allen will lead the league in interceptions at a plus 1,000. So we go here to the stats and to the players and quarterbacks, and we look at who led the league in interceptions this year at the quarterback position. It's Patrick Mahomes. Was it Patrick Mahomes? Did Patrick Mahomes lead the league in interceptions this year? Tied with Tua. <laughs> Tua and uh oh no, whoa, Lee, whoa, whoa, Lee, whoa, whoa, Lee. whoa. I no, was wrong. Lee. I was wrong. So I missed I it by wrong. three. I he threw wrong. 18, but Hal threw 21. You know what? That's what happens when you trust the first level of Google results. Because I tell you what, when I searched QB <laughs> INT leader 2023, what happened? I know. The, the first it. three were Mahomes, uh, Tua, and Trevor Lawrence. Some other ones I missed on for, I say some ones that I, were, that I was right on. I thought that one of my favorite ones I love, but, of course, he ended up getting hurt also, too. I had um, – I had my man leading the league. Uh, I'm sorry. I've got slipping my name, slipping my brain. Running back for the Browns, blew his knee out. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, yeah. I had Chubb leading the league and rushing, and it felt like he was on. He felt like he was on. A, that trajectory was on his way up. He was on his way uh, there. A few ones that I hit on that, that, that I did like is I had the Ravens, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland all making the playoffs this year out of the NFCs. I actually titled that one the most intriguing division. That was a cool one to hit on. Tua's numbers. Tua's numbers was a big thing to me that I hit on his passing and his touchdowns, hit the over on there, hit the under, and lost on the interceptions. Uh, also hit the yards per pass, too, at nine. Another one that I love, too, I said that the New York 
them, them bum-ass Jets would actually have to start three quarterbacks again this year after having to start three quarterbacks last year. That was number 25. The original thing I wrote down was Aaron Rodgers will be injured by week eight. He was injured after before eight plays into the season. Leading to the bum-ass Jets having to play three quarterbacks this year as Zach Wilson will flop again. That happened. He got hurt. Zach Wilson flopped, and they had to start a third quarterback. Also, the Russell Wilson one was another one. I had Russell Wilson being benched. Uh, I think I missed it by a couple of weeks, but the reports were they were discussing it during the weeks that I thought he would be benched. It was the bye week where they had asked him to waive the injury thing on his contract, and I thought he would be benched. I had it by week 10 that he would be, excuse me, week 9 that Russell Wilson would be benching. That would be the end of him. But on his numbers, I hit on there too. His over-under on passing, Vegas had it 37.50 and a half. I took the under on that one at a minus 140. He finished with 3,070. His touchdowns also were at a uh, over-under on a 24 and a half. I thought he might throw and sling it around and let Russ cook. He had 26. I hit on that, but I missed on the interceptions. I thought he'd throw over 10 and a half. He only threw eight. Turn, now, when I say turn pages, it's because he's writing this in a in a composition notebook. Yeah, and he doesn't necessarily number them one through one through ten and so on and so forth. They are all spread out. That's why I say turn another page yeah. and give me the top prediction on that one. Yeah, I got another one for you. Right he didn't here. turn the page. Number ninety five. I have that the Raiders would fire Josh McDaniel in the middle of the season. That hit. I'll take that one What's also, What's the top too. one on that page? The top one on this page is I had the Kansas City Chiefs finishing at 13-4, and four, winning the AFC West. They didn't finish at 13-4. and 12-5. and five. But, they won the, but they won the AFC West. So I, I hit on them winning the uh, AFC West. Lost on the NFCs. I had Philly, Dallas, Giants, and Washington. All you had to do is flip the top two. Dallas ended up winning that division. I had Dallas at 11-6. I had Philly at 13 and four and the Lions. I think I had the Lions. If I go back to the Detroit Lions here, I think I picked them. Yes, at a plus one forty, I picked the Detroit Lions to win the NFC North. I thought Jameer Gibbs would be Offensive Rookie of the Year at a plus one thousand. That went to your boy CJ Stroud. Yeah, uh, CJ Stroud ran away with it in my opinion. Puka Nakua had a good argument. Jameer Gibbs though uh, was very impactful as a first year as a freshman in the NFL. Was an impactful player, definitely Very. somebody that had analytics Twitter in a in a tizzy. What do you mean you draft a tight end and a running back in the top two round? Well, you know what? It worked. Patrick, one of my favorites. Oh, Patrick's not in there. One of my favorites. I've really whiffed on number forty-seven. I drank. I drank the Seattle Kool Aid from the previous year. I had him at twelve and five. I had San Francisco at eleven and six. I thought Seattle would take that step this year and win the division. I was drinking the Seattle Kool Aid. And I, I missed on that one. We will address more of VJ's 117 predictions because there were literally 117. Yep. But I predict this. <laughs> I predict that this update coming up right now is going to be stellar. Steve, you're up. Let's get the update in college hoops from Mahershala Ali's alma mater, shall we? Let's do it. St. Mary's. You know, Gonzaga is not leading that conference, the West Coast Conference, this year. It's St. Mary's, ranked 18th in the country, 13-0 in league play, and they're out to a lead tonight, 27-18 in the first half against the University of 
of San Diego. Meanwhile, 19th-ranked San Diego State leads 24-4 in the first 10 minutes at Fresno State. Number 1 UConn won its game on Fox TV against Villanova 78-54. Villanova from three-point range, 3 for 24. Number 2 Houston won in overtime at 11th-ranked Baylor 82-76. Houston led by 16 points at the half. Fourth-ranked Arizona was a half game out of first in the Pac-12 after a win against Washington today. Washington State lost. Washington State had just won at Arizona to take the lead in the league standings. 21st-ranked Wazoo beaten at Arizona State 73-61 tonight. Cougars from three-point range, 3 for 18. Wins in the top 10 for Tennessee, Iowa State for Kansas, and number 10 North Carolina, which won 54-44 at Virginia. Virginia scored just six points in about the first 14 minutes of that game. Wake Forest at home beat number 8 Duke, 83-79. Duke star Kyle Filipowski injured his knee in a collision with one of the fans rushing the court at the end. Top 20 matchup at Kentucky went to the Wildcats over Alabama, 117-95. UNLV over number 22 Colorado State. UCF beat number 23 Texas Tech. And Kansas State downed number 25 BYU. Georgetown was 1-14 in the Big East, but made two late free throws and won 77-76 at DePaul, which is 0-16 in conference. Just three NBA games tonight. Orlando has won at Detroit, 112-109 on a last-second three-point play by Paolo Bancaro. Detroit Pistons record? 8-48. and 48. Meanwhile, the Celtics have won seven in a row, and they are winning at New York tonight, 106-90, to 90, with under seven minutes to go. Jalen Brown, 29 points for the Celtics. The team is shooting 62% from the floor. The late games at Minnesota, Rudy Gobert, the Timberwolves, out this evening with a sprained ankle. Mid-third quarter, Timberwolves lead the Nets 60-55. to 55. Carl Anthony Towns, 21 points. In the NHL, among the 13 games, the Rangers won their 10th in a row. 2-1 to one at Philadelphia. Overtime wins at Florida and at Vancouver. Shootout win at Ottawa. Toronto got a 4-3 victory at Colorado. And in the final seconds, the Dallas Stars lead 2-1 at Carolina. Eric Bieniemy will become UCLA's offensive coordinator for new head coach Deshaun Foster. At spring training, the Yankees won 22-10 against the Tigers. By the way, several MLB free agents are still unsigned, including two-time Cy Young winner Blake Snell and former MVP Cody Bellinger and J.D. Martinez, six-time All-Star DH. NASCAR's at Atlanta tomorrow on Fox TV, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Kyle Busch won today's Truck Series race. Defending MLS champ Columbus won its season opener 1-0 over Atlanta. Back to you. Steve, you said 8-48? and 48? Detroit Pistons, yes. You know, I, I thought, you know what, that would be a, that's a batting average. And then I thought about, it, that's a terrible, terrible batting, batting average. average yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a, I, know, I think it was Jalen Rose who said famously that somebody's shooting numbers look like concert dates. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, this eight, would be about a 150 batting average. Yeah, I just look at it, it's 167. Get that guy on the bench. Hey, man, listen, I only need four more to cash in. I don't care what he does with his I only need four club. more Wednesday. I got my 12, my 12. 12 is looking good, Steve. In other words, this is even a worse winning percentage than the Washington Wizards, who lost again last night, as I recall. I think they've lost 10 in a row now. Then the Spurs, who, as we know, have lost most games that they've played this year. Pistons are worse than those two.
I'm, it's from, I mean. It, no, that's the word. It's remarkable. It's worth remarking <laughs> on. Remarkable. <laughs> that, I mean, of the, of the teams in the NBA right now, if you add up the fourth, golly, 17 wins combined between the bottom two seeds in the Eastern Conference and in the Western Conference, 26 wins combined. With a to- the high total combined. of 15. Yeah, yeah that's combined. By comparison, the Utah Jazz, who's nobody's thinking about this year, they have 26 <laughs> wins by themselves. <laughs> that's crazy. 26 and 31 for the Jazz. A slight 13 and a half back out of first place. How are you 23 games back? And I mean, it's not even March. Like, it. it you got to wait for one of those matchups, like we mentioned the Big East had today, where Georgetown's losing almost every game, but they got to play DePaul today, which literally has not won a conference game, and Georgetown wins by one. So on the schedule for the Pistons, they still get to play the Grizzlies, for example, a couple of times before the season is yeah, over. So there's two. There's a chance they still play the Wizards late in the season. There's right. still a chance here. Yeah. So you're I mean, saying there's a chance, but I mean we're, we are chance, we are yes. desperately and dangerously close to the Charlotte Bobcats, right? The uh, yeah, was what was the worst the worst record of all time? I thought Sixers? It was the Sixers. Yeah. It's the Sixers. Sixers. That's yep. what I meant. Sixers. Philly, Phillies have the worst record of all time. No, well, but the Bobcats were remarkable. If we can use that word again, seven yeah. and fifty nine for the Charlotte Bobcats in in 2012. God, that was the strike shortened season, correct? That was a short. That was the year the Heat beat the Oklahoma City Thunder in the finals, I believe. That was a sixty-game season, correct? Was well, sixty-six? Yeah, it looks or yeah, sixty-six or whatever 66, it was. Yeah, yeah. What, it was sixty-something games. Though. It's the worst percentage. But you you talk about the games back. Sounds a lot like when we were doing the show during baseball season, and every Saturday we would laugh at the Oakland A's and just how far back, yeah, out of first place they were. They were more games back than like their teams that have that have won more games than as far as how far back they were. It was crazy. And just not competitive. No, yeah. Oh, no. They're getting their ass whooped out every other day. They're losing all the time, but there's every other day they're getting their ass kicked. Remember the whole trust the process with Philly recently in the NBA. They had a 10-win season. 10 for the whole season. And trust the process, and it still has not not (laughs) yielded at least – just a finals appearance. Yeah. Say, well, I mean, they've been competitive. Yeah. Okay, that was the process, I guess. But like, If the process was to land a number one overall star, they did that. But generally, you would like to think that you could string some yeah. wins together. But, yeah, Greg Popovich, when he was starting to run the Spurs, kind of purposely knew that nothing was going to be good that season, so they really, really were bad, and guess who they got? Tim Duncan to join David Robinson, and it started five titles for the franchise. And they got lucky because David Robinson got hurt and missed majority of that season. That's how they ended up with that pick. Mm-hmm. Yep. They got really, really lucky. Do you remember when Cleveland was in line to get LeBron out of high school? Yeah. And they're actually in the couple months start winning games. And I'm thinking, what are you what doing? Are you, what are you do- well, this is going to change your whole city. Stop this. Yeah, well, three, third eye VJ, I'm, I'm always going to say years like him, the frozen envelope for Patrick Ewing, Derrick Rose. <laughs> it's just ironically how. Do you have your hat on? With the, the- yeah, no, I just, I'm, I'm just third eye VJ. I just got the third eye. I'm just third eye VJ. And the LeBron year, when they had the number one, I, dude, I remember. I was cutting hair in a barbershop in D.C. and Virginia. I used to tell people, dude, I don't I don't even need to watch the draft lottery. They're making sure LeBron 
goes to Cleveland. And when Derrick Rose was coming out, I said they're making sure Derrick Rose goes to his hometown, Chicago. And then, of course, we all know about the frozen envelope. The thing with the draft lottery. That's a theory just for the record. That's true. But the thing with the draft lottery, and I'll stand on this till I die, bro. Until you pop the balls out of the machine like they used to do the old lotto on the news back in the day, I know I don't. I'm not gonna believe what you put up there. You come out of this room and you and you drew it in this. Okay, you can tell me that all day long. You haven't shown it to me though. The lottery they used to have the lady come out or the guy come out and say, and the first number is eight, and then set the eight ball up there, and then the next ball will come, and then the next ball will come. They've never done the draft lottery in front of people. It's just the commissioner opening envelopes and telling you what they got in the back room. I'll, well, I'll never believe it. What they got right now is three teams, I mean five teams in the NBA who are 25 games or more out of first place in their conference. Yeah. Three in the East, two in the West. 25! This is not baseball. We were making fun of the Oakland A's because they stood alone. They were so far and away the worst team in baseball. It wasn't close. That it wasn't like it wasn't even close. Even the other bad teams, you know, I, I, I say all the time, it's like you, it's like being in the winter in Alaska or in, our, in Antarctica. Alaska is warmer, but you still Absolutely. gonna need a coat. Yeah, it's still gonna be. You still gonna need a coat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alaska may be warmer, but you still gonna need a coat. There's five teams in the Arctic Circle. Yeah. <laughs> right now. There's five teams there in the Arctic There are teams that are 22, 23, 30, 35. Oh, another draft conspiracy, too. Orlando by, Magic. By, by the way, the uh, NBA last summer did, after the fact, dra- uh, post a video of the actual drawing. No, but oh. see, see, that was after the point. That was after we all knew what the results were. Mm, I mean, yeah, true. But also, too, remember, Orlando Magic, new new franchise, and some way, somehow, they end up with back-to-back number one picks to kind of get that thing going after the first the first year no but the second year they I think get it was Shaq. different rules the it third wasn't year as, and the yeah. third year they get they get well they drafted penny and then Anything. traded him yeah traded him for uh oh drafted weber and then traded him for a uh, penny so yeah until i see it martin that's all until vj sees it yeah it can't be real yeah. <laughs> it wow. may be real but i just won't believe it until i see it like i don't believe the moon really up there until you fly me to the moon and i can stand on it wow <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, whatever. Well, well. Listen, don't say nothing to me. Don't play that for me. Play it for, play it for. You know what? I noticed a little theme going here today too. Y'all don't think I picked up on this? We're not gonna play these. We're not gonna play these. Oh, let's kick VJ in the ass games well, every damn Saturday all day long. You no, know, I'm you talking, She the... knows who I'm talking to. All right, we ain't gonna play these guys. I guess y'all got. Okay, I feel. I see. Y'all got a little buddy thing going. Cause all the jokes you cut. Martin's laughing. Martin don't laugh this much. It Martin's me laugh. Martin's laugh more today than he has in the last seven months Why doing this show. Why are you mad? I'm, oh, God. Now we go with the How mad. How dare you say it's a womp womp that I don't believe in the moon. Listen, first of all, listen. <laughs> the nerd. Listen, don't Be blame so me. Right don't now. blame me. Blame the people that made the Truman Show. Don't blame me. Blame the people that made the Truman Show. So you don't believe that they just landed a craft on the moon this week? You you know what? I I know that's what they tell me, Steve. Oh, okay. I know that's what they tell me. Steve, I'm a little weird. It's fine, but we're not going to play these clown VJ games. You look up in the sky and you don't believe the moon is there. It's beautiful. It really is, man. I'm an astronomy guy, too. That's the weird part about it. I'm an astronomy guy. I love astronomy. I got got nowhere to go with this. (laughs) Neither do I. We're going to break. Coming up next, We'll talk about. Uh, seems like a dis a, a defensive coordinator is catching a few shots on the way out the door. Let's see what we have to say about it, Martin and VJ. I just want to be on the record. I believe in the moon. <laughs> we'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com, that's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. It seems as if uh, I always love this when a, a guy like Jalen Ramsey comes to a new team. He's like, man, that's crazy how things work when uh, Xavier and Howard ends up getting released. Yeah, d- the way the NFL is set up is going to be very hard for you guys to pay two high-end corners uh, in the same time. But that's just the way that the salary cap works. But Jalen Ramsey said, blank be crazy how stuff plays out sometimes. But I know one thing for sure. It was an honor teaming up with the greatest corner in Miami Dolphins history, in my opinion. Parentheses. I won't ever forgive, dude, for not utilizing our full skill set. I'm going to read between the lines here, take a little uh, uh, liberty, and go ahead and say that I believe that the dude is one Vic Fangio, who has been, uh, you know, he, he gets released or he moves on for the Miami Dolphins. I forget the exact terminology because nobody gets fired anymore these days. It's either, oh, we're moving on from him or mutually departing ways. That, that's exactly what you I know, do he with was all my go. exes. Is I mutually parted ways. Yeah, no, he was let go. Um, so he says that I won't ever forget, dude, for not utilizing our full skill set between Jalen Ramsey and... Xavier Howard, and I know actually, I know personally somebody else in that Miami defensive backfield who was not happy with Vic Fangio as the head coach. Javon Holland kicking ice cubes yep. uh, as as Vic Fangio got the news drops, and Javon Holland's like, "Oh, that had nothing to do with that," but he kicks ice cubes on his Instagram story as Vic Fangio gets the boot. Yeah, uh, he needed to get the boot, and I feel. I feel um, Jalen Ramsey on this. I I would, though, uh, just make sure he does a little more history search, and I get what he's trying to say for his ex-teammate. But uh, 
there was a guy there by the name of San Madison and Patrick Sertan. And then there was also Jake Scott, who won uh, Super Bowl MVP. So just making sure that that's out there for you there, Jalen Ramsey. But I do feel this, Vangio. I'm not sure what the deal was because he did elevate Miami. At one point, they had the fourth at the highest ranking this year. They had the fourth ranked defense in the NFL. And that was once they got Ramsey back, once they got Holland back, they were on a roll. That that Black Friday game starts the snowball effect well, of rolling I down. Think it when, before then, I think it started with that, that interception that Jalen had on Mac Jones. That Jalen had I'm talking about the downfall of the defense. Oh, downfall. Of and the that's defense. when Jalen gotcha. and that's when Phillips goes down to the to the Achilles gotcha, on Black gotcha, Friday. Gotcha. That started the downfall of the defense because then guys just started falling. Then Chubb blows his ACL. Then you're losing every defensive line. Lost three starting linebackers. They had six starters out in the Kansas City wildcard game. Six defensive starters were off the field and not playing in that game. So um, I'm not sure why Vic Vangio decided that he didn't want his best corner following the best receiver round all season long, which is how I always kind of see football. I don't really get your scheme if if the best corner is not following the best receiver. So, I mean, I, I, I didn't mind the uh, the uh, Xavier Howard cut. I think it's about time. Uh, he, he has played almost. healthy, too. Yeah, exactly. Staying on the field, but also making plays. And then there were just too many games where he was just getting beat too easy and it was happening repetitively and also he's got some off the field stuff that I've heard from the Dolphins front office and people and uh, reporters and stuff and journalists out there they just don't want to deal with it you gotta you guys he's got some off the field stuff that they feel like is a distraction right now so I get it but I would I was expecting this especially when Jaworski comes out in defense of Philly and his friend Vanjo that he's known for decades when he comes out and says players were more worried about partying and you don't have any real proof of that other than Vangio must have said it to you. Then you know the players are gonna the, the players are gonna shoot back. Also, second round pick South Carolina, Cam Smith, just felt like he was in the doghouse all year long. And people kept asking, why is this kid not playing? This kid can play. Why is he not on the field? Vangio's one of those old guys. Once you piss him off, you're on punishment forever. Well, you know, old, young, whatever you are, if you uh, missed the show, because shortly after this thing, our podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out podcast. The, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get those. Podcast. And be sure to also follow, rate, review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. And you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air, which will be happening in just a moment uh, as we wrap the show up today. Vic Fangio catching all types of hell on social media. I wonder if he has social media to even see it that'd be probably likewise. not that'd no, be no, no, probably not. you want to talk about an old guy Vic Fangio qualifies all right as as our producer Mary calls us both old I'm 34 I ain't heard her call you old I just heard her call me old she, I was the first one that caught the smoke yeah until she found out how old I was then she let you go that's what I told and then her you I guys formed and then you guys formed your little jokey relationship here you think I'm and old, we're going and we're going to go at VJ Patrick I see you over there covering oh, your see, face VJ doesn't like being that's the okay. only comedian that's fine I'm out I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go look at the full moon tonight anymore. you're Coming not a comedian Fox Sports Saturday Jason Martin Aaron Torres me VJ we out Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.